Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? you in on something. I ain't the people's champion. I ain't no rattlesnake. I'm the dead man. And if you try me, I'll make you famous. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. I'm at a point. This time to Cowboy really rides away. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, and happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you had a uh, a great meal and uh, and are enjoying your uh, your Thanksgiving day, however you're spending it this year. Uh, and and hopefully you had a uh, wonderful day. We are still the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including uh, the Undertaker's farewell. Uh, the third party situation and much more. Make sure you check out threecountthursday.com. That is our homepage where you can follow all our social media. Our merchandise is over at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash threecountthursday. You can also use our uh, promo code threecount at collarandelbowbrand.com for 10% off of each and every order. Our home network, of course, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com, and you can uh, hear us daily at LeebSports.com. Ryan, that would be? That's L-E-E-I-B, Sports.com. That would be the one. So, uh, boys, hope you are doing well. Obviously, we told everybody last week that uh, we were recording. We are not actually live on Thanksgiving night, so we're here on Monday, and uh, I have the I have Monday Night Raw here to my right, so if anything noteworthy pops up, uh, I will uh, be sure to oh, yeah. say it. So you probably won't hear anything from that uh, tonight. Uh, but let's see. Uh, Tim. How you doing? Uh, a happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Hope you all are staying safe and uh, enjoying uh, whatever kind of normalcy you can get out of your Thanksgiving holiday this year. Um, 
be sure to leave all of your dishes underneath the Christmas tree and uh, Santa Santa niece will come by and uh, lather them all up for you and get them spick and span ready to go um, for your next meal. I, I will do that for each and every one of you. Absolutely. Ryan. How you doing? Oh, Jim, I'm just so full from eating all that turkey and other delicious foods that I had today. This day of Thanksgiving, my fingers are all pruny from doing the dishes right before sitting down to do the podcast. But alas, we made it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to eat, God damn it. Matt, how you doing? Matt, how you doing? Doing well. I mean, at this point on Thursday, I'll probably be on the sofa, bourbon in hand, football on the TV, digesting my hoedecker celery, <laughs> uh, courtesy of Mark. Uh, thank you for the care package, good sir. Wait, Appreciate he it. sent you celery? It's a housewarming gift. Mm. Yeah, I never got one of those. I got to take Thanks, care Mark. of you. Thanks, Mark. Jim, your celery must have got lost in the mail. Oh, it must. I'll, or I'll probably, I'll get it. I'll get it uh, sometime around uh, Christmas or something, and it'll, it'll just be, it'll be rotten by then. Uh, and intern Mark. How you doing? You know what? I'm doing great. It was a great Thanksgiving. You know, it's a little different this year. Maybe not as many people are coming over. You know, we got to be safe. So, you know, what? we can celebrate Thanksgiving every day. We got to be thankful. So just not the last Thursday in November. Let's be thankful every day. Absolutely. Well said, Mark. Uh, Still enough people for a Hottenstein dance party, though. Right, Mark? <laughs> you better believe it. There ain't no party like a Hottenstein dance dance party because the hot design dance party don't stop well you just moved the the dance floor out out into the uh the outside courtyard over there at hottenstein estates this year correct that is correct the uh, south lawn we have the uh the courtyard is, is relatively big so uh we went out there i mean the weather wasn't too terrible it was a little a little rainy earlier but you know it was we could do the electric slide a little bit easier out there. There you go. There you go. That, nice, that's a nice socially distanced outdoors. That's perfect dance party for the times. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's funny. My wife and I joke uh, most years because we have like we both have split families. We always joke that like one of these years we're just going to lie to everybody, and so we're just going to have holidays by ourselves. This wasn't exactly what I was shooting for, <laughs> but uh, have you guys you got it? Have you guys seen the quiet dance parties? No. So it's a trend that's going around where basically uh, you can have a dance party literally anywhere. And the DJ brings a bunch of headphones and everybody listens to the music in their headphones huh. and dances. But anything else could be going on. Interesting. I feel like. They do Not something the like that on they... uh, TikTok. I feel like one of the Screams movies was like based on that. Hmm. No clue. The, the one that they put out like last year, five years ago, whatever. The newest one. Not the new one that they're recording, the newest one. <laughs> last Scream year, five Wait, years so ago, the 1997. Newest, the newest Scream movie? When did the, Yeah, look up when that came out. Scream, Scream 4? Like Scream 4, my guy. Scream years 4. Ago? I don't know. Like nine years out? ago? It came out, what, ten years ago? I don't know how old Scream is. I'm, I don't fucking know. 
We were in like middle this. school. I, I don't play this game well. Out. You know that. The first that? stream. <laughs> we were in like I don't know grade when that came out. Right? <laughs> Isn't Philadelphia like right down the road too? Yeah, See, I'm just not good at this shit. Just just past the outlets down thirty. Just down. Just the Ryan, stones did you throw. Stream one at Blockbuster. <laughs> Scream four was uh, 2011. So yeah, that's nine years old. That's my bad, guys. Okay, well. Great film, great film. I liked it. <laughs> Very good. Now, I mean, this... for someone who doesn't like watch a lot of movies, you have stacks and stacks. <laughs> of... <laughs> well, I think no, a lot of those were. Were... I think these are all wrestling. I say a lot these of wrestling, wrestling, right? DVDs. Uh, this guy. That's like my comedies. That's it, and then it's just a bunch of porn. So is you it literally just porn DVDs? Come on, of not another teen movie, just stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I, I, I have two extended cuts. <laughs> I do have two versions of not another teen movie: the irregular, and I think there is an unedited version in there somewhere. <laughs> what about the super edited version that actually injects comedy into the movie? Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Shit! You know, and I'm gonna be honest with you. And this comes as no surprise to at least Matt. I have maybe seen three of the movies that they parody in Not Another Teen Movie. Everything else, no fucking clue what the reference is. <laughs> but so, I find it funny. So what? It, you probably saw what? Varsity Blues? Never saw it. Are you fu- How does that happen? You saw Breakfast Club? Uh, never saw it. Oh, wait, no. So, okay. Breakfast Club. I did see Breakfast so, Club. Yeah, that's I that have, one I saw. Excuse me. I have a list... Of all the movies parodied in not another teen movie. All right, hit him. I want to count. I want to count up mine good. as well because I, I probably right, don't have many. Them, honestly, okay. Grease. Um, saw like half of it. So you, you okay? Airplane. Never saw it. My bodyguard. Never saw it. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Never saw it. Porkies. Never saw it. Risky business. Nope. The Karate Kid. Yep. 16 Candles. Never saw it. Better Off Dead. Nope. The Breakfast Club. Uh, I'm sure I've seen that then, yes. Just One of the Guys. Never even heard of that. (laughs) Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's three. Lucas. Nope. Pretty in Pink. Never saw it. Can't buy me love. Can't buy me this list. <laughs> Three o'clock high. Never even heard of that. License to drive. Nope. The original Naked Gun. Yep. Oh, wait. Nope. I saw the one with 33 and a third. Heathers. Nope. Dazed and Confused. Uh, still on three. Rudy. Uh, I, I have seen that shit fucking film. Each, no, fuck you. <laughs> Clueless. He was offside. Fuck you. Clueless. No, never saw it. Uh, can't hardly wait. Can't. Nope. The faculty. Oh, five. I've seen the faculty. John Stewart was in that. <laughs> Pleasantville. Nope. Ten things I hate about you. Nope. American beauty. Nope. American pie. That's six. Cruel Intentions. Never saw. What? Detro- Detroit Rock City. I saw that because of fucking James. 
Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. I'm up to eight. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Nope. Election. Nope. Jawbreaker. It's a candy. I saw Jawbreaker, but I don't think it was the one you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Never Been Kissed. Never seen it. She's All That. Never saw that. Varsity Blues. Nope. Almost Famous. Almost not going to get to 10. (laughs) Bring It On. I'm trying. Dude, Where's My Car? That's nine. Road Trip? Ten. (laughs) Unbreakable? Nope. And Save the Last Dance? I saw ten. I've seen all but three. Wow. So... (laughs) So I've seen twenty six. Does it list? Does it say how many there actually are? You don't have to go back and count them if it doesn't. It does not, but I can really quick. Because I yeah I've seen. It's a fabulous film. I recommend everybody go watch it now that we wasted ten minutes of your time. <laughs> um, no, but I do. I, I'm really. Uh, I, I saw eighteen of them. And I'm shocked because I don't really watch movies. I saw more than you did, Smokey. I, I that's can't actually, believe that actually does surprise me. Yeah, forty three. Right. 43 yeah, okay so i've so, seen 26 so. so i've seen over half i've I'm, seen 40 of them jesus so what were the so three that you half. didn't do you remember they tim run it back were, no i'm just kidding don't run it back <laughs> they were all like the obscure titles there, lucas there were, was one of them now lucas has, lucas wow well, i've never even heard of that. that's the boy's name i know jawbreaker you didn't include jawbreaker i saw jawbreaker oh you did yeah huh Ryan, how didn't you see Naked Gun? I saw Naked Gun 33 and a third. So why did, why did you see that but not the other ones? Did you just happen to stumble on it on TV or something? No, it was it was it was too it was too late to to go back and watch it. Ah, gotcha. It's been out so long. So like this year I think was the 40th anniversary of Airplane. So it was kind of being like I've I've seen it on TV and stuff. Since they're kind of re not re releasing, but would you go watch that now? Since it's newer this year, that they're yeah, or is it you, you just? I have no clue what that's even about. Uh, well, is that you... the one with uh, with uh, with Nicolas Cage in it? No, no, that's Con in Air. That's Con Air. Well, no clue. here's no clue. here's the thing. <laughs> Is by this time next year, we'll be doing a 20th anniversary show of Not Another Team. Oh, movie. my God. It came out December 14th, 2001. I'll, uh, I'll take your stuff and your French toast. I'll take care of that on my uh, discussions with the Nobody podcast. So I, I'll Ooh. fall I'll fall on that sword so we don't have to here. That'll be the I biggest, most watched episode we've ever had on that show, Jim. It probably will. Um Okay, I, I do want to highlight uh, there is one independent show. Well, it's, it's two shows, um, but this weekend, uh, CCW and Valor Pro Wrestling uh, are presenting Crimson Weekend. It is Friday and Saturday night. Both shows are at the Eagles Hall in Lebanon. Uh, tickets are $25 for each night, uh, but if you buy for both, you can get uh, the, the, the pair for $40. Um Socially distance, wear a mask, all of that sort of stuff. Um, the uh, the doors are at six. Bell time is at seven. Both nights uh, matches include B.J. Walker versus Dorian Black for the heavyweight title. Ed House versus Toby Farley for the traditional championship. Adrian Bliss 
versus the Butcher Backland Violence Incorporated, which is Rob Noxious and Malcolm King um, taking on. Oh, I forgot to include who they are taking on. That's my fault. Uh, Mal Havoc uh, versus Melvin Poindexter, General Kiesel versus uh, JT Funk, and The Truth versus J-Cat and Professor Graves. Uh, if you can't make it out to the show or or you don't feel safe going out to the show, uh, you know, for COVID reasons, it is streaming. It is going to be streaming on viewstub.com. You can search either CCW or Valor, V-A-L-O-U-R, uh, and you can buy each night or you can buy both as a combo. So viewstub.com, uh, you can search CCW or Valor. Uh, and, and you can stream it so you can check out some uh, independent wrestling here in central PA uh, from the safety of your home. So that's exciting news. Um, I have always, to say, I've always enjoyed Malcolm King's T-shirts. He does have good T-shirts. Absolutely. I loved his shirt. <laughs> they're always uh, they're always very good. So, guys, I did actually prepare um, our, our weekly segment here as well. And I'm going to I'm going to cover both days, both the record day and the date that this will air so i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to hit it here on this day uh on november 23rd we have one birthday Aaliyah from NXT was born in 1994 Oof. how old do we feel so i was 9 wow. let's let's go around the room i was 9 tim you would have been 8 ryan i was 11 uh, Matt, I would assume the same. Ten. You were ten, and in intern Mark. Uh, Leah could be my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I would have been uh, nineteen. Wow. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So yeah, she was born in nineteen ninety four, and then uh, Ivory on Thanksgiving night, the twenty sixth, was born in nineteen sixty one. So I'm going to hit some things from November the twenty third. On this day. 1989, WWF held their third annual Survivor Series on Thanksgiving Day from the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, uh, Illinois, in front of 15,294 fans. The show featured six matches and was headlined by the Ultimate Warrior, defeating the Heenan family, with Ultimate Warrior being the sole survivor. On this day! 1994, WWF held their fourth annual Survivor Series on Thanksgiving Eve from the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas. In front of 10,000 fans, show featured six matches, was main evented with The Undertaker defeating Yokozuna in a casket match with Chuck Norris as the special referee. On this day! 1997, WCW held their third World War III pay-per-view from the Palace at Auburn Hills in Auburn Hills, Michigan in front of 17,128 fans. The show had nine matches and was main evented by Scott Hall winning the 60-man World War match. Uh, to earn a WCW Heavyweight Championship match by last eliminating the Giant. On this day! 2008, WWE Survivor Series took place at the TD Bank North Garden in Boston, Massachusetts in front of 12,498 fans. show featured seven matches and was main, uh, main evented by John Cena beating Chris Jericho to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And finally... On this day! 2014 WWE Survivor Series took place at Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, Missouri in front of 12,000 fans. The show featured eight matches uh, and the main event Team Cena defeated Team Authority, which removed the authority from power 
This was also the night that Sting made his first appearance in the WWE. And I only have two from Thanksgiving night, November the 26th. On this day! 1987, WWF held their first ever Survivor Series pay-per-view on Thanksgiving night from the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield Township, Ohio. In front of 21,300 fans, the show featured four elimination matches and in the main event, which you can hear the watch-along in our archives, uh, Team Andre beat Team Hogan with Andre the Giant being the sole survivor. And finally... In 2006, WWE Survivor Series took place from Wachovia Center in Philadelphia, PA, in front of 15,400 fans. The show featured eight matches and was main evented by Batista defeating King Booker for the World Heavyweight Championship in a last chance match. Those are the events that happened. On this day. Both November 23rd and 26th in pro wrestling history. Um, I have some uh, breaking news. Oh, I like breaking news. Let me... I have the sounder here somewhere. A new member of the Firefly Funhouse has appeared. Oh, yeah. Uh, His name is Friendship Frog. Friendship Frog. And he has been destroyed by a mallet thanks to alexa bliss so uh gone too soon is friendship frog uh, hardly knew ye. we he did say indubitably and he wore a monocle and a top hat and apparently friendship frog was born in 1980 okay so younger than a 1980 to 2020 yeah older than Aaliyah. Older than Aaliyah. Younger than Ivory. Older than me. Older than me. Already in the top five frogs of all time. That's true. In my opinion. I mean, he's definitely better than Peace Frog, right? Definitely better than Peace Frog. 100% better than Peace Frog. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's behind Michigan Michigan J. He's behind Kermit. Um, What about the WB Frog? That's Michigan Michigan J. Oh, is it really? (laughs) I didn't fuck it. No. Yes. Mute him. I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw Looney Tunes? It's possible he didn't. Man, how many? <laughs> they were already. Po- I think wasn't Looney was Looney Tunes popular by the time Ryan was born? He was. He just. He... Yes, I've seen Looney Tunes. I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> Brian, have you seen Space Jam? I have seen Space Jam. Okay. Isn't there a new one it's coming not out? Star Wars, but yes. I've seen Space Jam. Sounds right. I've seen Spaceballs. I enjoyed Spaceballs. Another another movie you don't get the reference for. (laughs) That's fine. I just laughed through it. That's okay. I mean, it's it's fine. It it is a fun. Now, is that the only Mel Brooks movie you've seen? Um, Blazing Saddles. I I probably saw probably no. uh, Oh boy, History of the World Part Two. You've seen Robin Hood, Ben and Tights, right? I've seen that. I've seen that. Wow, that's possibly his movie? worst movie. So you uh, Blazing movie. Blazing Saddles, History of the World Part 1, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein, not Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. No, not movie. Mary Shelley's. No, it's a different one. <laughs> yeah, I I've seen I've seen both of the Frankenstein films. Okay. I saw Ready to Rumble. I don't know what the fuck's the problem. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to figure I'm just trying to see where you're at. 
I mean, who hasn't seen Ready to Rumble? Right. I mean, it's cinematic right. classic. classic. Exactly. Exactly. We all, everybody's, you got to love Ready to Rumble. Crown King. And that, that movie is why the Butterfinger made my list because that scene always cracks me up. <laughs> it's like, you crushed my Butterfinger, baby. <laughs> Butterfinger, get on the bus. <laughs> Can I have a Butterfinger too? <laughs> oh, the I don't know the, the line that always fucking cracked me up was was outside the convenience store when he's going back in to get the slush refilled and he sticks his finger up his ass <laughs> and, he goes, and he just looks at him. And he's like, Gordy, why does it look like you have your finger in your butt? Because I do. <laughs> like as if it's like a normal thing um but changing complete different uh direction uh let's pick up where we were talking about on thursday night we were talking about of course um the you know the the situation with the wwe and zelina vega and you know you the desire to you know kind of change the the employment culture of the wwe every you know wrestling fans and uh, obviously the tweet from Zelina about unionization um you know it's it's obviously a a a, a hot topic it, it it has been for a while um there there seems to be a few instances a year where it kind of pops back up um and i did go and I, and i listened to um mark henry on on busted open um and and i i think he hit the nail on the head pretty good there um, I, I listened to the, the, the first 30 minutes of 83 weeks, but sometimes when Bischoff talks, some of it just, it kind of goes over my head. Um, but you know, and, and, and I, and I think that was kind of the point and, and, you know, he obviously brought up about, um, you know, how Andrew Yang has been very vocal about, you know, kind of coming for Vince McMahon and the WWE. And, and this was something that I kind of said on Twitter and, and I didn't put it in, um, nearly like the intellectual sense that 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 Bischoff kind of outlined, though. But it, it's a it is a slippery slope because if you if you come after one, you're you're kind of coming after all of them. Like everybody wants the WWE to change, and in in instances, in situations, yes, there are absolutely um things and in, in ways that they need to change. But you know. It, it's an entire industry. It's not just the, the WWE isn't the only one. So it's going to have an impact on AEW, on Ring of Honor, on Impact, and and you know down to you know larger indies, smaller indies. Like it's it's going to have a ripple effect through the entire industry. That I I don't know that when people just throw the word union around that they t- truly understand the, the the potential ramifications of that. Agreed. I think. The one thing that Bischoff said in the podcast uh, on 83 Weeks was not so much that he, he he pretty much disagreed with the idea of a union, but he did agree that some concessions need to be made in the way of how we are actually defining the term independent contractor. Um which I completely agree with. Like if, if you're labeling me an independent contractor, like most independent wrestlers are, they are free to work 
or not even independent wrestlers, but if anybody claims to be an independent contractor, they're allowed to work when they want to work, mm-hmm. not work when they don't want to work, and do anything in between that time that they so choose. Um, it is very odd because WWE like uses that to their advantage in the way of contracts. Yep. Because as an independent contractor, you do not have to offer things like benefits or 401ks or pension or anything like that. Um, But at the same time, they're like holding court and keeping people from or keeping their talent, which oddly enough, apparently it's only the main roster talent. Uh, there's a recent report that just came out that NXT talents are not held to the same esteem. Huh? So all NXT talents are still allowed to have their third party um, accounts, their third party accounts like Adam Cole. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam Cole can still stream, but it's probably because main roster, they have their downside guarantee and they made more money based on house shows and things like that. Where NXT and things like merchandising, merchandising. Correct. <laughs> where NXT, it's a flat like some of those guys are still like on developmental deals or like or like NXT exclusive deals where they have the ability to go and work main roster, but their contract changes when they get called up. Like it's a completely different contract. Well, didn't I hear uh, what you're saying, Tim? And uh, Scarlet Bordeaux OnlyFans.com. <laughs> going now. Yes. Um, well, because didn't one of the didn't one of the New Day guys on on New Day Pod talk about when they were first called up that they they were working on both de- like they had both deals, right? They had a their NXT deal, but then for whatever they worked on the main roster, mm-hmm. they got paid for that as well. It was it was like uh, that two... was Woods. Woods because yeah. so when that was back when he was on an FCW deal. Okay. But like so as an FCW talent, or and there it's still the same way with NXT. Transportation is covered. Okay. For the developmental guys. Whereas on the main roster, the main roster is responsible for their flights or not, not their flights, but they're responsible for their rentals and hotels. Okay. I think that sounds right. Two of the, two of the three things between flight hotel and car is piled together. And the reason why, like the reason why, reason why I remember it is because Woods was talking about how he had the free car, and he made nice with dudes on the main roster, saying, "Hey, Smart. I got a car, just ride with me, save your money." Smart. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's on the dime. Like it's on the dime. Absolutely. Like, yeah, because I mean, you know that 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 is where you know that 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 line is kind of blurred and gets a little tricky because. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they are, you know, by, by all accounts, they are contracted employees versus, you know, cause they can't go and do, you know, raw today and 
impact tomorrow and you know AEW on Wednesday. So um and and I don't know, you know, I don't know the status it's cuz this isn't just it's not just a WWE thing cuz if if we're talking about the industry and we're talking about people wanting to make a change to the industry. Now, yes, it was the the catalyst to this was the Zelina Vega WWE situation. But like, you know, when and I know like AEW does like allow talent cuz like Moxley has worked Bloodsport um you know obviously their their talent still has other like revenue like revenue ventures but I, I and and they've worked other indies but I, I don't know do they have to and I don't know if you know this or anybody knows this if, if Moxley wants to work you know an indie in you know uh, Memphis does he does he have to get AEW's like approval for that because John Moxley is all elite or can he just go work that date like is it conjunct is it do we know that? I know he worked blood sport. Yeah. I think at bare minimum, I mean, just to, and again, this is just a guess, but you would run it by before you would take that date. I mean, I would imagine yeah, like a, 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 a smart, a, a smart individual would, um, right. Would kind of at least give them the heads up. But I, I didn't know if anybody knew if they had quote unquote had to. Right. I don't know I don't, if they have to, but but those federations have always kind of given that flexibility, it seems sure. like. Yeah, now, I, I don't know if AEW does, but I know Impact has certainly been loose with theirs, uh, Ring of Honor for sure, New Japan. And I think like Cody would probably have that mindset. I can't say 100%, but he seems to be the type, like if you have the opportunity to make your money, make your money but within reason. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, I just, I just wasn't sure. Like, I didn't know what the, you know, because I mean, obviously when, when somebody signs with impact and I assume it's a similar situation with impact as well, where, where you have to, you know, at least run it by them. Like it's not that they have to, um, they're, that they're not allowed to, but I would imagine that, you know, for example, Gallows and Anderson, um, you know, if they were to want to go work, you know, and like I said, an indie show in Oklahoma, they they would probably at least, hey, I'm going to do this sort of a thing. Like you're not not necessarily a, can I do this? More of a, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm they, they, they I I want to get booked on this or what have you. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too: is that like those type of high profile guys, like Mox or anyone like that. They're not taking a date that isn't making money. Well, that's true. Like an indie date is a quick and easy, like 3K, 5K. But the risk of going out there and possibly getting hurt could impact your TV time, your push, whatever you have down the line. Like, sure. There's, I mean, there's, this is all rumor and innuendo and speculation, but like, Mox, say for example, the world was ever, everything was fine and the world was great and indies were running. And Mox took an indie date over Thanksgiving break. Okay. Mox wrestles, he's in Lebanon and he's working for CCW and Valor. Right. Okay. He gets hurt by anyone. Or he just, you know, or he, you know, comes off the top rope, blows his leg out, you know. Yeah. Okay. So 
He's got a title defense on December 2nd. Sure. And I still believe he's the IWGP United States champion. And there is a, a thought process that he may be losing the title to Kenny Omega so that he can travel to Japan. Oh, quarantine. Yeah, he- he is still the champ. And defend the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh-huh. Smart. So if he got hurt, he couldn't make money at AEW. Couldn't make money in New Japan. And he couldn't make a million dollars working for Inoki. Yeah. Yeah. Not and I Inoki, mean, the, those names is kind of so like the uh, the, the tag team right. that the, the AEW, you know, those guys. Top flight. Top flight. Like, I, I would imagine, like. They probably do have the ability to go work their shit, but I, I just didn't know if anybody knew like the policy of whether or not they have to get I would quote unquote at, approval. At bare minimum, there's like a morality clause that they'd have to play by that like you can't go wrestle with, with something that would sully the name of yourself and then return back to our televised program. I would also like to think that while they do leave it open for people, some wrestlers to go work indies, the wrestlers that do work indies are less likely to get play on dynamite. And sure. they are more relegated to dark. Yeah. Like Joey Janela. Yeah. Very true. Cause he still does the, the GCW stuff. He loves his indie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I wasn't sure what the Mr. Dark. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what the what the if there was you know if anybody was aware of like the actual policy. But yeah, it, it's I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's you know and 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 I I do think that the, the WWE's um you know the the way that they conduct business is is a bit you know is is a bit aged you know and and it is something that they could certainly uh, update and 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 make more user friendly absolutely i mean you know and and obviously we have seen uh since our last show i don't think these were maybe maybe it had already been announced but thirty thousand dollars for 30 undertaker cameos um through the wwe and and you know the first thought i had and, and everybody you know i saw a lot of people like get were up in arms about it because okay, so you won't let people have their platforms, but you're you're doing this. I'm like, yeah, because the WWE is getting their cut of it. <laughs> um, you well, know, are they? I would imagine. Well, here's the thing. What if Undertaker had already bargained out meet and greet money in his Possibly. WWE contract, and well, any money fair. that he makes on live appearances outside? Because he doesn't wrestle all the time. That's true. Like yeah, he and a, and he may yeah he may certainly have a different deal. Like, and that that kind of goes to like the conversation of Mark Henry is like, you get what you negotiate for. Sure. Whether it's negotiated on the front end before you do something, or negotiated after the fact, you get what you ask for, or or you at least. You you have the opportunity to get what you ask for. Um, I just find it comical that like all of this could have been resolved if WWE had just let it slide. 
Like, I'm very curious as to who in Titan Towers or whatever building they're out <laughs> of now, who's the guy with the abacus and the the ticker tape counting zeros to how much money WWE is losing on overhead or losing period for these deals with Twitch and Cameo and everything else. Like Jack Tunney. <laughs> he's crooked anyway rip like um, um but it's it's it just if they let the sleeping dog lie one the talent would still be happy right two the the new presidential administration would be off your back and three you would avoid unionization talks Right, like those three things have happened since WWE put the kibosh on cameos and Twitch channels and YouTube channels. Like, I just I, I feel like I feel like union talks have happened before. This Jesse time Ventura it, it's was a, a big because of this. Yeah, Jesse was a huge proprietor or a huge proponent for it. I think to a certain degree, superstar Billy Graham was for unionization. Too. I think, yeah, I think like it's cyclical. Like it's every every so often there's a group that speaks up about Indy the wrestling idea. had a squeaky wheel. I feel like they don't even necessarily. Oh yeah, need... that guy. We don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> I feel like they don't necessarily Maximum stars need. A union, they just need like some sort of uniformity. Like if Roman Reigns just went out the day after Zelina gets let go and creates an OnlyFans, is Vince getting rid of him? No. He's freed the nipple. (laughs) Yeah, the titties out. And and like if the bigger name stars I feel like ever made a stand like that, then I don't think the unionization talks would ever be needed. I mean, we talked about that before with with Cena um, and, you know, how he just kind of didn't step up when things like this would happen. Um, So now Reigns as the big dog, and I understand why he doesn't, and I'm not putting that on him. That's not his cross to carry. Right, right. Um, But, I mean, if if they ever went that route, like there are a handful of names in WWE that could just probably put an easy stop to this by just throwing their hat in the ring. Well, Styles Styles shut his account down, right? His Twitch account. But does Styles carry that name? Like, does is Styles, especially at this point? Like, if Vince cut Styles tomorrow, um, is that as big of a deal as if I he think, cut Roman Reigns? Well, I, he's not as big as Roman, and I won't pretend that. But I, I think it's a, it's a big enough Depends. name. I think it's a big enough I name that you don't want to lose him. Mega. Well, sure, a hundred percent. It's a name um, you don't want to lose. I'll put it that way. Okay, I, I mean that's fair, but it, it like I feel like a I, name like Reigns with the family ties, Orton with the family ties, mm-hmm. Cena for you know where he is. I think that any of them, and even Cena just as a part timer, like if he did that, is Vince like, well, you're not welcome back anymore? Probably right. not. Yeah, I, I think I think that like. AJ owns like the he owns the name AJ Styles and he owns Styles Clash. Um, but he's like worked out an agreement that while he's with WWE, WWE owns the licensing of it. 
I think like, so. Yeah. Because it allows them to make merchandise of his. So basically WWE pays him to use phenomenal one, AJ styles, styles, styles clash, clash. Yeah. All of that. And they get to make profit off of that merch. Yeah. Yeah. But he still has the ability to do that stuff. too, Right. If it, you know, if, and when he no longer works for the WWE, he can go wherever he wants and still be AJ styles and still have the Correct. styles clash and still be the phenomenal one. And, and all of that, um, where, where does this term, and, and again, it feels like it's only ever brought up when we talk about the WWE, but the independent contractor term in professional wrestling, I feel like that ever only gets applied to the WWE. I mean, they are... I think it's wrestlers in general, but it's because like independent wrestlers, independent wrestlers don't have contracts. Sure, I get that. So like, and for I the mean, last, the last 10 plus years... For the most part, the only wrestling that's been in town has been, well, at least since 2001, when Fair. WWE bought WCW and ECW, like the big game in town was WWE. Like ROH was an indie. They weren't signing people exclusively until like, what, two years ago? Yeah, just the last couple of years. Impact was signing people, but like they weren't signing everyone. And they've rebranded 17 times since 2000. Easily 17 <laughs> times. Because they've been TNA wrestling. They've been Impact wrestling. They've been NWA TNA. They were GFW like, for a while. They were GFW. <laughs> yeah. Like that shell, that shell umbrella corporation. Um, but like, it, it's it's just weird. Hey, they made me a photographer for one night, so... <laughs> Yeah, that that was that was a that was a night. Um, Fala Bala, I think. Yeah. The uh, the IRS website is is quite vague to what defines an independent contractor. (laughs) What? Shocking. (laughs) The IRS website is is vague. Right. It says you are an independent contractor. You are self-employed. And then it goes on to ask what like their tax burdens are. So it's all about the tax burden. It says you are not an independent contractor if you perform services that can be controlled by an employer. What will be done and how it is done. This applies even if you are given freedom of action. So I, I don't understand how the WWE, and if maybe it's not the WWE considering them independent contractors. I think that's the term that the WWE needs to distance themselves from. Um, and, and either employ these employees and give them some sort of benefits again i I don't think wrestlers have great 401ks i'm not sure right i mean they're diversifying their own they're on their own diversifying but sure sure they can but like come on yeah how much money is like ah man because then if you start uh, thinking about it if you start thinking about it they also as an employer they if if these people were if their if their contracted talent were on like solid payroll as like a regular employee i believe you have the company would have to pay taxes in every state that an employee works in mm, or lives in there. so in order to keep i bet you something with the independent contractor uh type status they avoid having to pay 
as a company, they avoid having to pay the state taxes or even the international taxes of their international talents um, that I'd way. Be, I'd I, be really interested to, to see what a company like Feld Entertainment, um, how they handle these situations. That's who used to run Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey, again, performing nationwide. They uh, run like Disney on Ice um, and like Monster Jam Trucks or something like that as well. Yeah, but again, it's but, like a giant Terran company that runs all these smaller things that tours right. nationwide. Like, is were all of the clowns in Ringling Brothers, were they all independent contractors in, as well at that time as a yeah. performer? I, I assume they probably were now that we're talking it out. I, I mean, the easiest way we can figure this out is if, like, I don't even know how. Mark, we, could... we need you to run off and join the circus. <laughs> Report back. No, no not right now. There's no, can... there's no live shows right now. So once there's live shows. If a WWE superstar would go on record as to say whether they got a 1099 or if they got a W-2, a W-2, your taxes come out. A 1099 is everything you make. Sure. And then you have to pay the taxes on that. Okay. That's the difference between an independent contractor or somebody who's like, not necessarily fully on the payroll and someone who is someone who is an actual contracted employee. And I like, I I also don't know if, if like, and, and this is just basic me being naive to the situation. Like if, when they, you know, when they sign a, a, a contract, if it's something similar to like, if I'm working on, you know, a, a TV show on Fox for the the length of time, say it's four episodes that I'm working on Fox. I can't go and work for a show on CBS while I'm working on that show on Fox. Like right. if, if it's that sort like, so I'm, I'm, I work for myself. I'm not, I'm not contracted to an, to an agency or whatever. Say I just represent myself, but I, I, I sign on to work for this show on Fox I'm not, you know, I'm not allowed to go work for CBS. Like that, that was a choice I made by signing on that dotted line. I don't know. I only if they put that in there, right? If it's in the, if it's in the details, and that's then that I think was the point to to what Mark Henry said on on Busted Open is like, you know, you kind of got to know what you sign up for more, like more or less. And 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 I understand that like this this current thing with with the third party platforms. This is a this is a new situation. You know, this is something that came up, and quite frankly, it's the most twenty twenty thing in right. The of all if there's not a pandemic, I don't think WWE gives a shit that they're on those platforms, and I don't think it becomes a big deal with a lot of people whether or not the people are with the, they're allowed to be on them or not. I think because it, the amount of because if everything were back to normal, they would be on the road four or five days a week right. and home two or three. They wouldn't be mm-hmm. streaming all the time. They wouldn't have the time to do it. Right. And they wouldn't need to do that to to get that revenue stream and stuff like that. The amount of time they would have to make cameo, to do cameos or the amount of time they would have to live stream would be exponentially downgraded. Right. Decreased. Someone's got to film ride along. (laughs) Right. 
Like, there's no, that's another thing too. Like, maybe WWE is saying that like, because of cameo, the, the boom of cameos and Twitches and YouTubes, that's time that WWE would have had to make other content like Ride Along or a new season of Swerved or whatever sort of other WWE network material that they had. Now, if WWE was smart, they would just take what's being done and ask if they can put it on the network. Right. And and that's... And then pay that way. But again, it's... Well, I think the WWE is going to create their own cameo, put it on the WWE shop, and you can get a personalized message for X amount of money. I'm I shocked. Mean, they a little bit. They the just WWE did it on Cameo. And not even just, just for the, the Undertaker, cameo, though, right? They've had virtual meet and greets. Recently. For a lot of their wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Over over the last couple of months, that's definitely been a thing uh, that, that that's popped up. This is the virtual meet. I, I didn't even I don't really think they... like that was like a cameo, but that makes sense. And I yeah, but it's it's had actually, a contract it's with with because they've done they've partnered with like Wizard World for the past mm-hmm. six seven years now to have appearances there, um, and you know whatever else. I mean they they have appearances scheduled all the time, so yeah. I mean well, they, they have to be doing that still. And somehow. I and I saw they've been doing some with what is it um, the the one wireless company that they're. Cricket. Cricket. Cricket Wireless. And and this this was kind of my point back at the at the very beginning when like it was a Friday night before SmackDown when the world started blowing up that like superstars weren't going to be able to be on Twitch and stuff anymore is there there had to be some sort of something that occurred. I know some people rumored that it was Lana promoting um like an energy drink on her Instagram. Uh there may have been a couple other things. But the, the thing I said from the beginning, and this is where I was like, I can see the talent's perspective of like, look, we're we're not on the road like we normally are. We're not making the the money that we normally are. Um, so so we want to supplement our income. But where the WWE is going, um, you know, we we have a responsibility to our advertisers and our shareholders, and. Because like here's the thing like I, the the going back to the Lana thing and I have no clue if this is actually what what sparked this change, but she's promoting an energy drink. WWE is sponsored by like Pepsi, at Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew has their own line of energy drinks. There's a conflict of interest there. Probably not a huge probably not a huge deal, but that's the tip of the iceberg. If those sort of things keep happening. Then eventually, you know, if if it hits if it hits enough sponsors, if it hits WWE hard enough in the in in the uh, bottom line, that's where it becomes a problem. And I think that's where WWE, from a business side, right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm not saying that they're justified necessarily, but that's that's where the the business side, and it's not always pretty, comes from. But then, like the same in the same scheme of things. Would you not feel that the logical line of, um, I guess, infringe or not infringement, but like enforcement of like a don't a conflict of interest be instead of saying, hey, uh, no one and ever in the history of ever can do any third party deals. 
wouldn't it just make more sense to go, hey, don't do that again. And if you do it again, we're going to fine you. Yeah, they they definitely went to an extreme. It's kind of like a kid kid sneaking around playing video games. And it's like, instead of just taking the console away for like a week and then giving it back. He hits it with a sledgehammer. the console and immediately throwing it in in a trash fire. Right. And like, or no more TVs ever. And right. you just throw away every TV in your house. Right. And I'll I agree. This much, if your older brother does that and you see it, your ass ain't playing video games when you're not supposed to, though. Correct. Lesson learned. Loud and clear. Right. Right. But Fair I think WWE just wants their, their piece. And it kind of goes back to like when Jordan first signed his sneaker deal. Like Nike wasn't the NBA's sneaker brand. And he got fined every single game. Where wasn't he it was Converse? Jordan's. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, I and, think it was the Nike time. just happily paid that fine. So mm-hmm. NBA gets their money. Jordan gets his money. Nike gets their exposure. Everybody wins. Like, they, they could have come to something like that with WWE. And Nike made more money. Right. <laughs> they then became the outlaw brand. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the shoes that the NBA won't allow. Like Right. So it's a bigger premium to yep. go out and buy the Jordan ones. And at the, the end of the day, the NBA was just like, well, we're getting, we're finding them. What else do you want us to do to, you know, Converse right. or whoever? And now, WWE Mark, certainly could have done that. Now, Mark, when, when Matt brought up Jordan, did you think he was talking about Jordan Grace there? Or <laughs> uh, I did get her new line of sneakers? Didn't you see the camera raise I, up a little bit? <laughs> like, I was, uh, uh I was just thumbing through the uh, the digital copy of Jordan Grace's uh, 2021 calendar I have on my Christmas wish list. Um, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, and and that's I, I I it is a little confusing to me that WWE like went to this extreme right away because at, at some level, unless they are like Ryan, I think you you said it planning on on doing like their own twitch channel or some sort of version of of some sort of uh gaming platform of their own you know they've been doing the virtual meet and greets they've been doing the cameos like unless wwe is planning on taking everybody that was on twitch and doing it under their own channel like it, it seems odd that that they just went from like zero to a thousand right away because that 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 is a little bit baffling because, and and I get if, if if their argument is you know that they're taking money out of the WWE's pocket, like why don't you find a way to to make it work for you and let these people keep their platforms? Um, so so that yeah, that is where it has been a little bit strange. Um, but like Doesn't I said, the WWE have their own Twitch channel anyway. Yes. Why not just feature these stars on a rotation? They can promote it on their own home, like their own little page. Hey, I'm going to be taking over the WWE Twitch page next Friday. Why wouldn't they have just done that? What if I told you that WWE could do that and it's already built into Twitch? Twitch has the ability to host other channels on their page. I would tell you that somebody at WWE doesn't know that. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. It's the people who made the decision. Yeah. And that's why everyone who's getting, who's on the short end of the stick of it is like, but you could do this and you could do this and you could do this. And the WWE has 70,000 Twitch followers. That seems like a really small number. Okay. So let's put in, let me put that into perspective. Um, I'm trying to think of who all still has. I'm their... not a Twitcher, but 70,000 does not seem like a huge number for the WWE. Right. To for, have. Yeah. For, okay. for... So WWE had 70,000. Okay. Uh huh. Claudio Castagnoli, a.k.a. Cesaro, had 37,000. Wow, okay. So half. Right. Um, let's see. Adam Cole's Twitch channel Bebe. has 50,000, 50.9 thousand followers. WWE, 70.7. Um, That's not a big difference between the two. Let's look at AJ Styles. AJ Styles, I'm assuming 40, people 45.7. Like- I think the point Tim's making here is people are watching the, these channels because they're not on WWE. So if you put them on WWE, you're getting that extra exposure. Yeah. Like, why and, and the I thing follow is, is that it, channel? If, the, right. if I want to watch Adam Cole and he's not on it, then I'm not going to watch it. Right. And the thing about, like, Twitch, too, is, like, People stream when they want to stream, when they can stream. And there's a thing like there's a big part of like co-streaming where two people stream at the same time and they play the same thing and you can watch them at the same time. It's not like television where there's a set schedule and a rotation and things like that. Um, Austin Creed still has her, correct? Yeah. So, yeah. So Creed, Austin Creed has 88.8 thousand followers. Okay. Um, Page has one hundred and sixty thousand followers, so over double WWE's right, and that's that's the baffling one. Do you take her account and you have her say, "Follow me, watch me, follow the WWE." I'm going to be there Thursday doing what I do, and that it, it's mind blowing how they fumbled this. Yeah, or, here's, here's what probably happened. WWE probably told all of these people, hey, you have to play Battleground on your Twitch. And they were like, that's fair. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Well, and here's the thing. So Paige could boot up her stream on her own channel. Like her own channel by herself. And all WWE has to do is a host command and immediately... Page's stream is on the WWE's Twitch channel. Yeah, I don't, I don't under that's. It is as easy as slash host channel name. Enter. They could literally video. pay me to do that. And 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 the thing is, is that people who want to interact on Page's in Page's chat can go to Page's channel. But for people who only follow the WWE, if they go to the WWE Twitch page, somebody could be upstreaming. Yeah, and they could just watch whoever's there, and then if somebody from that channel wants, or somebody from that feed wants to go and support the rest, the person directly, they can. They can give bits. They can subscribe to that person's channel. Wow. WWE can have subscribers on their channel. Yeah, it's it's 
you know, and, and, and kind of wrap up the thought here, and then we'll we'll take our break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the Survivor Series. Um, but like it's 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 far more complicated, I I, I think, it, than something as simple as like wrestlers good, WWE bad. Like yes, the WWE is doing things that aren't aren't great for their talent. They can obviously they, they certainly can kind of update the way they they conduct business and make it better. And I'm not even necessarily saying like they need to provide uh like health insurance. Would it help? Sure, absolutely. But like it, it's not something that like necessarily like has to be a thing cuz I know like that was one thing with AEW but like doing a little bit and I'm I'm talking like the most basic of research that apparently the only people in AEW that have the health insurance are like actual people that um have like office jobs with AEW not like the wrestlers themselves so like this notion that it's like WWE is just the only evil monster again isn't necessarily true as well but like they could certainly update business practices and but and 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 capitalize on things like these streaming services and stuff like that they 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 could do things smarter and better and and update themselves to the 21st century but like it the thing i said from the beginning and we can go around and wrap up our thoughts it's this is a complicated situation and i and i and i don't think that it's going to get i i don't think there's going to ever be like a true union i really don't like i mean andrew yang can can be as as loud as he wants to be and maybe it's the catalyst for change i don't think there's going to be a union um but it it it's it, it, to me it's a, it's a complicated situation and i and i can see both sides have their own validity um, andrew yang 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 this is make a difference i don't think there's going to be uh an actual union within the within the wwe at all i really don't um to the twitch point real quick make sure you follow my favorite follower he is a pop culture nerd uh a sports fan and a game enthusiast it's not the tool man all one word make sure you give him a follow there on twitch Uh um one part from the 83 weeks podcast um, was actually something that was was brought up by Conrad and not necessarily Eric. Connie. And that is if WWE does have to go the way of paying out these actual contracts and make these people employees. Um, at the end of the day, if it costs the WWE more money to have all of yeah, these people be full-time employees, then they're just going to fire the number of people that it takes to stay profitable. Yep. Which means less developmental deals. Uh say goodbye to NXT UK. Say goodbye a to a good portion of NXT. Let's possibly, be honest. Like very minimal. Like you thought that you thought that the cuts we just had for COVID were nonsensical. Wait till everybody's a full time employee. And WWE has to pay money overhead. Vince McMahon, and he has a responsibility to the shareholders of the WWE who pay to be invested in the company. And it is his responsibility 
And it is any, it's the responsibility of any company that is publicly traded. Yes. That the first person you are responsible to is not yourself. It's not your employees. It is your shareholders. If you are not making your shareholders money, then you are not doing your job. And therefore there is cause for concern. Yep. And so whatever changes have to be made, as long as Vince is in the black and he's turning record numbers, like he's turning right now in the pandemic, what by any means necessary. So long as the shareholders, the people who pay buy into the WWE at a financial level, those who have skin in the game, they stay. If you got skin in the game, you stay in the game. And um, it's the shareholders that'll be the ones that if they are so perturbed by any of this, they speak up and make mention of it. Like, I don't remember the exact date of the cuts, but I know the WWE stock bottomed out this year on like March 18th. It was down into the, the low 30s. Um, it today it traded at uh closed at 41. So, I mean, it's definitely lower than it's been in a while. April 6, 15th, 16th. Hmm. So, a couple of weeks after the stock bottomed out at the start of the pandemic. Like, you know, like there's a reason that ha- it's not pretty. Uh, it's not to me, it's not like justified, but also, like, the WWE isn't the only company that did make cuts. In March, April, May, June, July, August, I can keep going. Like it's 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 crappy, but it you know it it unfortunately it's it's that that's that's the business world. And like you said, you know it's they, their responsibility. Number one responsibility is to the shareholder. Once they went public, that that changed everything. Um, with the WWE, Matt, uh, Matt and Mark, uh, any closing thoughts before we? Uh, take a break. No, I mean, it's, it's, we'll talk about it later, but it's just, I feel like another missed opportunity for WWE. Um, and there have been a lot of those lately. Um, and it's unfortunate because I, I feel like the, the people that suffer are just their talent who just really loved what they were doing on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, you saw how broken up Paige was about that. Um, so, like, not getting to share that part of her life with her fans. I'm sure was a big blow to her and it it sucks because a lot of fans clearly enjoyed watching her do that. So I hope that they can find some way to rectify this in the future. Um, You know, I I think that, you know, if you kind of make this rash decision immediately, you can always kind of backtrack it as opposed to like, continuing to make cuts along the line so that is the one saving grace they have in all of this is they do have the ability to kind of take a step back say hey we overreacted to this here's what we'll do moving forward um and i hope we see that sure mark anything well i'll tell you what i don't i'm not real uh knowledgeable when the uh when it comes to unions and wrestling i've heard about it for years and uh, it kind of sounds like WWE's almost wanted both ways. And once they're taken, eat it too, and almost kind of overreaching. Um, but this is uncharted territory with Twitch and uh, 
of course, the pandemic and all that. But I really, uh, I don't see it ending well, really, for WWE, especially if a union does happen. It, it's going to be ugly real fast. Um, but I don't see why these the WWE wrestlers can't be on Twitch and try to make money on their own. But I can see both sides, but it's really kind of, I don't know. I, it'd be nice to have both sides come together and agree yeah. to uh, something where both parties are satisfied. But it, it's, yeah, this is going to be a, a tough, uncharted territory here for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely no expert in in unions, but but I know this: if you work at, uh, for a company that has a union, um, I've heard you don't speak against the union. If you work for a company that doesn't have a union, you don't talk about unions. <laughs> like that's kind of like yeah. the extent yeah. of my knowledge. Like you, you, it's if if you don't have it, don't talk about it. If you have it, don't talk against it. Uh, you know, and and that's. Because look at this situation that 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 we're in, and, and we've discussed here for um, you know forty minutes or, or what have you. It's it, it it just is what it is. Um, all right, we're gonna pause here. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take our commercial break. On the other side, we're gonna talk about, uh, of course, Survivor Series, which was last night at time of recording, and um, you know, obviously the the farewell to the Undertaker. So stick with us. Three Count Thursday. After these messages, we'll be right back. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Welcome back, Three Count Thursday. I have such a hard time not saying Three Count Thursday live. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it to you real. When I'm not used to recording, this isn't a normal thing for us. But uh, Three Count Thursday, of course. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, as you're listening to this, it is Thanksgiving night. Actually, you know what? And this is just I'm putting it out to you guys as we're recording. I'm gonna put this on the Patreon tonight for our Patreon supporters, and I'm, I'm gonna tweet it out. You're a Patreon supporter. You can hear this week's episode uh, tonight. Oh, my audio cut down. Is that better? Yeah, you're a little. Yeah, you were a little. You were a little soft there at the end. Uh, I can well, hear you. But. Well, that that happens. I, I usually have to apologize for that to not only to you guys, to my wife as well. Um, yeah. But uh, oh my! I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pl- uh, post this to the patreon tonight 
And uh, I'm prone. and I'm going to put it out there that hey, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can get this week's episode early. How about that? Show our uh, principle. But uh, happy Thanksgiving uh, as you're listening to this. Um, and uh, obviously, this past Sunday, last night, as we're recording, was a Survivor Series and um, A plus. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I looked over as we were in the uh, as we were in the break. Um, it looked like we had a, a a fiery Nikki Cross promo. So I know Ryan, Tim, you guys were uh, speaking very highly on the on the Nikki Cross promos last week. So you might want to check that one out after we are done uh, recording. Um, so yeah, we'll go through. Uh, you know, I'll kind of run down the results. Uh, if there's any m- match in particular that that you want to talk about. Uh, we can do that. We'll obviously touch on the uh, the the farewell to the Undertaker. Uh, but the pre-show was the dual brand battle royal. The Miz uh, winning by last eliminating Dominic Mysterio. Uh, the show opened with the five on five men's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw, excuse me, defeated uh, Team SmackDown by a clean sweep. Uh, AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, Riddle, and Sheamus. Um, defeated team smackdown i believe it was jay uso was the final uh elimination did you guys like dislike care that it was a clean sweep i thought i mean the the purpose behind it was jay letting down roman yeah it uh just i'm not a fan of clean sweeps at all um but if you look at the teams like Team SmackDown had so much dysfunction, and Team Raw had little to none. So, I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like, and I said this in the chat last night, if Jay had just gone on a run, (laughs) it would have annoyed the ever living (laughs) shit out of me. So, the way they ended it was fine for me. And now, if you'll excuse me, Alexa Bliss is coming out. So. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, I would assume that she yeah, uh, <laughs> she's, has, has her new theme, which I absolutely love. Um, all right. So she is keeping with the, the same look that she has in the Funhouse. So that's pretty uh, that's solid. Um, Street Profits. Everybody's def- phone just. Uh, <laughs> that's me. Why is, why is my phone not on silent anymore? I didn't hear there it is. There, there it is. is. <laughs> what what was the Seth Rollins deal? Like he didn't get quite sacrificing himself. I don't. Is it just playing to, into the whole Messiah thing? The, I feel like it's his way to be written off. Yeah, see, I think while. he's being written I off. I get for... that. I get that. But if I'm not thinking like a smart, why would you just sacrifice yourself? Oh, hi, Mark. Uh yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, I don't necessarily get it. Um, I don't think there's any other reason for it other than, you know, that there's no logical explanation for sure. Right. I mean, he also just could have took a bad bump and like went out. I don't know. It just seems weird. Or you could have had him not been in the match. Or that. <laughs> That's well, like, well, that, that was the thing, too. It's like, OK, so he lost to Murphy. Like, why didn't he just get hurt? In the match against Murphy last Friday night, and that's you know that's how or like you know Murphy finally gets the win, but just continues to snap and just you know destroys Rollins because like 
let's be honest. When Rollins comes back, he's probably Jim, gonna be a face at, uh, at return. Jim, I'm just you're towing a line here. <laughs> you're very getting close to shitting on WWE. WWE did so. Watch out, look, Mr. C. Look out, man. Um. <laughs> Uh, I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to tread as, as, as softly a, as, as a I friend, can. I'm just putting that out there. You're, 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 you're... careful, careful. <laughs> Back it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's probably going to be a face when he comes back because he's, he's a big enough name that it's, it's, I think like when Triple H blew his quad out, he was a heel. And by the time he came back, I get that was a real injury, but by the time he came back, people were happy to see him. When Seth Rollins comes back, he's going to be, you know, the man's baby daddy. So, like, people are going to, like, cheer when he returns. Like, unless you bring him back in a way that, that he's a heel on camera. So, I just, you know, you have him pick up a little bit of sympathy. Because, like, I think if, if Murphy snaps, he can still be... He can still be a, a good guy in that role, but just it's it's the, the, the blow off of emotion from everything Seth's put them through. I think, I yeah, I don't understand necessarily uh, why he was in there. We're going to have to cycle back anyway with this, Jim. So what did you grade this match? This match, uh, I gave... I want to just get a base feeling of how this night's going to go. B minus. Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, then we go to the uh, Street Profits defeating the New Day uh, in the uh, Champions vs. Champions tag team match. Um, I'll just give my grades as we go through, uh, and then we'll, we'll get the final grade at the end. Uh, this match I gave an A. I, I thought it was a really good tag team match. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Any, any... I was up really, really early and uh, took a nap during this one. I, just, I happened to doze off on the couch. Ooh, this is match of the night. Oh, yeah. 100% match of the night. This is match of the night. There's nothing better than this match on the card, period. No. Zero. Nothing. Yeah, this match. Yeah, this is I, one you want to go back to. I would to. agree. This, yeah. this is one you want to go Check back to, Ryan. I mean, yeah, well, and it's well, it's not well, a critique. Like, you, you were tired, you fell asleep. It is what it is. But go it back. It really was. I was just night. sitting there, and I you, just dozed off. Knowing you, Ryan, you will enjoy this match. Well, maybe not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you will. Like, yeah, I think you. You can tell the, the... that are saying, like WWE finally did tag team wrestling right. Yeah, very much. I so. mean, yeah, yep. Cash yep. Wheeler from FTR thanked <laughs> the New Day and the Street Profits for what I don't know. Risky business. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Alexa Bliss. Like I, I like I'm just I'm, I'm like watching the mat and like she's just so fucking good. Um, okay, um, Bobby Lashley, let me hit it. Bob uh, defeated Sami Zayn <laughs> in the uh, U.S. Champion versus Intercontinental Champion. Uh, this one I gave a C plus. Uh, this match just felt like it was kind of there. Wow, I'm happy. It wasn't I, even- it wasn't even quick, Jim. You can't even justify the C plus. Well, the plus it was C. It was a it was an okay match. It was an average match. I gave it the plus because the hurt what business. What about the won. match was okay? I mean, I don't think it, like it, it was just okay. Like it wasn't a bad match. It was a bad match. I don't think it was a bad match. Personally, I thought it was just it was average. So it was okay. C, and then the hurt business won. 
So that's why I got the plus. I mean, on, the on the gym curve, a C is <laughs> is an F to everyone else. So that's really. <laughs> I also don't think the match was that. I, I think it was the worst match of the night. It was my worst graded match of the night. Oh, well, at a C. <laughs> now we know where that is going. But was, did I, you watch uh, the same pay per view we did? I did. I don't know what what do you guys want out of this match. Sammy's a chicken shit heel, and uh, Bob's a big bruiser. I don't I don't know what you guys would have wanted out of this match. It's fine. The match went on too long. There was Bob! No actual wrestling. It was all just story <laughs> it was done. seven it was minutes fun. and fifty seconds. How, like how long? Seven fifty. Okay, way too long. What? Now, I, I do kind of wish it was more of a squash match. That's what I kind of thought it was going to be. Like, I thought Sammy was just going to get squashed, but I have a hard time. Like, I don't think 750 is a long match. It could have been three minutes and 50 seconds. I agree. I don't think you, get to, I don't think you have, get to have Sammy do his Sammy shit. Do we need to? If it's, if it's that short. Do we need that? You do though. Yeah, you're not a Sami Zayn fan. That's fine. I, I like Sami Zayn. And you could have enjoy him in that role, but it's over the top with Bobby Lashley. That's you, my Bob! critique. Sammy could have avoided contact with Bobby once, gets stopped by Shelton, gets hit by Bobby, goes to avoid, gets stopped by Bobby! Cedric, Oops. gets hit again. Bob! He realizes he's gone too far, does the backpedal shtick, trips over MVP, tries to flop and get the call, doesn't get the call. They wheel him in, MVP puts him in the hurt lock, and you go home. All that can be done in under five minutes. Easy. Right. And I I, I wish it would have been a shorter match. I don't and think it was a I bad just, match. The match I just laid out is a C. And that's not what we got. <laughs> Again, Jim Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> if Matt's going to say it, I might as well just, I might as well just steal, steer into I the skin. I did give you the out on that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Then we had uh, Sasha Banks defeating Asuka in the uh, women's champion versus champion match. Uh, this one I gave an A-. minus. Um, I'm trying to think why I, I, I said A-. minus. On this one, I felt like there was a reason. I should start writing these things down. I feel like my my uh, ability to remember kinda, things twenty four hours after the fact. What what like you gave the first Survivor Series a B minus, and I was a little curious as to what mo- would have elevated that one for you. I but just I, didn't I, think it was that great. Like, no, it, uh, that's fair. Yeah, it, it just yeah, it just it it just felt there, and like, I mean, I didn't hate the I didn't hate the. Uh, I didn't hate the sweep, but it just, I don't know. It just didn't feel. But at, at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it, you gave that a B minus and you gave the Bob Zane a C plus. The plus was more because the Hurt Business won. So like in grading, the, <laughs> the original Survivor Series was an 80% and the Bob Lashley Sammy was a 79%. There's well, only a one percent difference. Between oh well, see, no, no, no. See, I'll, I'll explain. I'll, I'll, I'll lay out the numbers later. Now I need, I need you to start giving numbers. Okay. Numbers. So, like, if if something's a if something's a flat grade, it's it, like an, a B is an eighty-five, a plus okay. is like an eighty-seven, and the because so it's on the lower tier of the of the plus because like a plus can go like ninety-seven through what, and then 
uh, a minus is would be like a B minus would be an eighty. Okay. So, so it's negative five points for a minus, but only <laughs> plus two for Tim. a plus. Tim. <laughs> Look, you gotta understand this grading system has is been flawed. I'm not denying that it's flawed. I will say this it was created during uh the pandemic. Uh, which times. means it's, you've had all this time to tool it. I'm not saying you're wrong. Perfect. I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm saying is that uh Jim mentally in quarantine time is not nearly as sharp or as good or as uh you know like battle tested and, and, and all of that as he is normally. So once things get back to normal in like 2027, uh, I will refine this and I will make this system better. And, and I promise it will make a lot more sense. However, in these trying times, I'm not going to make sense on some things. Okay. All right. So Sasha Oscar was a 90% matches. Matches will be graded better for weird reasons. Um, WWE basically like football and wrestling get like on especially on a pay-per-view weekend it gets me through two days where I can kind of mostly forget about things so I automatically I'm going to look at them better than I normally would because like normal life Jim you know would probably give this a little bit worse grade than quarantine Jim I'll say that So what we need is for you to now now that we know this (laughs) You're no longer allowed to watch the pay-per-views <laughs> in their entirety on the day they're released. Look, that, I, that's not Survivor Series is seven match, seven matches, so you have a match a day to spread out the serotonin throughout <laughs> your day so Look. that you're not peaking on Sunday <laughs> and then you're crashing on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, Sunday was a big day for Jim. It is a big day. The Cowboys, the Cowboys won. No, I'm mad about that. I'm pissed about they. They're blowing it. They had a number three overall pick, and now they're half a game out of first. They're idiots. They are stupid. They are fucking morons. Reach it to the bottom, Jim. Stupid boys. Like, and I'm going to talk about this on Huddle Up tomorrow. There's a there's a there's a case the Cowboys are going to whether or not they win the division. They're going to go through the, the the last part of their schedule which is the easiest part of their schedule, and they're going to screw this up even harder than I thought they could. And I'm not going to be happy about it. Um, but no, I, I, I did enjoy this match. Like I said, I got to start writing some some little bullet points uh, as to why um, things didn't necessarily get a, a certain grade. But I, I gave this one an A-. minus. Any other thoughts on this match? Uh, I don't know. If for some reason, it didn't connect. Maybe it's because like I thought... Uh, again, not much going on. I'd, I'd like to see champion matches matter. I, I don't know why this one bothered me more than any of the other ones on the night. It was a good match. I just wish it was for something, I guess. I have Sasha fatigue, so I'm always going to grade lower just because it's Sasha. No offense. It's just she does not do anything for me. Now, I will say, I think this is one of the better Sasha matches of 2020. I think Asuka is one of the rare people that can get a really great match out of Sasha Banks. Um, This one is it. Uh, Left more meat on the bone because it was a wrestling move that won. It wasn't a finisher. 
um, Sasha skirted by. Yeah, I think um, I think I expected more out of the match. Like the match wasn't as great as maybe I set it up in my mind. <laughs> I did love the finish though. Yeah, finish was good to me. Sasha winning, I will always accept. I know Mark has my back in this. As the two Sasha representatives of Three Count Thursday, I know Mark and I are going to die on this hill, and that's fine. <laughs> She's hanging on my wall for a reason. Um, and I thought that they needed to give her this win more so than Asuka, so they did the right thing. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Still don't, still don't think it was that good of a match. Um I thought a lot more could have been done in the ring. We've seen a lot more out of both of them in the ring. Um, so it, it was probably a flat B for me. Um, and that's only because of the finish. I mean, wrestling wise, this was kind of maybe like a 78% match. <laughs> I will say I've been, I've been more a Sasha fan in this current run than I have of most. Not that it's, not, been, it's been her best work in, in probably a solid two years. And, and maybe um, it's and, those and like bandana pantsuits she's been wearing too. I don't know. I don't know if it's that or if it's just like this, the storyline in general. Like the, the whole thing with Bailey for so I love long, the Bailey. Just, I know, but it was just so tedious. Um, it, was just, it was too much. Mark, your thoughts on this one? for a year. I think it's truly uh, Sasha's hair, the blue hair. I like that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought it was a really good match. I was, uh, you know, I, um, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let me think. I thought it was pretty good. I, I was happy with the outcome. It was, uh, it was very good. <laughs> I, All right. I guess what I'm, I wish there was a little more at stake. I mean, it's champion versus champion, you know. I mean, but overall, yeah, I was satisfied with the match. I, I, the I give it a solid like, B plus. I don't get why, like, it was champion versus champion all night, and there were no stakes for any of them. So why was this the match that just? I, I don't, did? dude. I, I don't <laughs> get. I don't get this whole <laughs> obsession. Like, and now, granted, we talked about this last week. Like. I think they could have they could have had stipulations on like the overall win loss record of brands. You know, the winning brand gets this, the losing brand gets that. But like, there's matches all the time that have no stakes on them, and like nobody cares. Like, competitors compete for the brand that pays like that pays them. Like, I, that's I just an important thing. Then I want you to put a little tally in the corner of my screen. To let me know how important that is and show me the win loss total the entire the entire night. But they weren't even doing that this year. Last year they did that. Correct. So that's not a big thing then this year. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't understand what everybody's obsession with stakes on the on the show was like. I don't know. Here's the it bothered me in this match because the the previous match was like the big bruiser and the chicken shit heel. The main event was just a bruising, hard-hitting main event that I really, really enjoyed. And this match was just a solid match. I mean, it, 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 it's faulted because it's just a solid wrestling match. That's all, I guess. It gave me nothing more than that. That's fair. It should be a big thing when, like, the champion from this guy faces the champion for this guy. One night only, It should be there should be something important about it. This just felt like a wrestling match. 
Yeah, I don't know why this did feel differently for me too versus, or say, the uh, Street Profits and New Day, both being tag champions. For some reason, that didn't bother me. At the end, that didn't bother you. (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, you slept through it, so I can't hold. That's right. Yeah, Ryan slept through that one. It's like, I guess it's the difference between like if you wanted, you want to know how they could have avoided any of this. Not done Raw like versus SmackDown. They would call. They would call Survivor Series, like if they compare it to the All Star Game. Okay, everyone I would watch. Everyone who's a sports fan, you would still watch. Shut the fuck up. Everyone who's a sports fan you understands. The you watch the any other All Star Game. You watch the NFL All Star Game, Jim. I don't, but wrestling is different, up. though. I watch every All Star Game, but the NFL. The Pro Bowl sucks. <laughs> All-Star games. Uh, I, I hate All-Star games. All-Star games suck. You watch the baseball All-Star, watch the Home Run Derby. That's fun. Right. I like yeah, the skill stuff. That, and then I watch the All-Star game. I don't, like, pay attention. I'm not on the edge of my seat. I don't right. It. But it's interesting. But I still watch it because yeah. the winner gets home field advantage for the World Series. Right. You know not how – you know how... They, they would, you, I know you would watch it is because so you still involved in it. You still watch fast lane. You still watch great balls of fire. You still watch roadblock. Sorry, Tim. It's okay. I got it in. <laughs> um, like you're going to watch the pay-per-view. I, I, you will like, even if it... I have not watched a ton of wrestling these past two months, but you've watched, you've watched every pay-per-view. Me, Jim, have Don't you tempt me? You've watched pay-per-views though. I can skip a pay-per-view pretty goddamn easily. This Have is the you? First time I've watched Raw in months is because I'm doing this podcast okay. at the same Hold time. On. But I've watched every single pay-per-view. Hold on. Yes, Tip. Did you skip this one, Ryan? Uh, no, the tagline really brought me in. <laughs> what a dick. Um, and what was that? What was the tagline? Did this one have um, this one had a tagline? Two of a kind yeah. working on a full house or something like that. Oh, it was the best, the, best best the, the best of the best. Best versus be, best versus the, the best. Best versus or the best. Best against the best. All right, then we had the uh the women's Survivor Series elimination match, uh Team Raw uh defeating Team SmackDown uh with Lana being your sole survivor. Uh I when didn't go through a table. She didn't she did not and see that's why um I actually dropped this from from like an A minus to a B plus um, because uh, Nia didn't go through table. Now, um, I thought this was the better of the two Survivor Series matches. I thought, you know, it it, it that that most people got kind of got their stuff in. Uh, I thought Bianca looked great. Uh, just kind of got caught with Nia on the outside, so she didn't have to eat a fall. Um, and ultimately. You know, the thing I've been saying for weeks, I think it was since about week four of the uh, nine-week Lana through table saga that this was going to lead to Lana being the sole survivor, and I was right, so I was kind of happy with myself. Let me just say before we go in, Jim left that night and eat a fall right there for the taking, and neither of you guys jumped on it. (laughs) Tim, I'm too fat to touch that. I don't I don't make fat jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brian, you've really changed your ways. I you're a good person. Yeah. We're, we're, Brian, we're, we're, just you left a lot of meat on the bone here tonight. <laughs> we're all proud of you, Ryan. Um Well, you stuff from Thanksgiving dinner. But I I, I love the ending. I, I, I 
you know, it, it from the moment they put Lana on that top step, I'm like, ah, I see how the I didn't know exactly how we were getting there, but it, it confirmed the thing I had predicted for a while. And I like the way that we got there. I I I I loved it. I guess you could say Lana's getting the bigger push in WWE than her husband is in AEW. She certainly is. So at least she's case. at least she's featured on TV every week. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought every woman uh, had a moment in this match to look strong, um, other than Lana, which other is than- fine. Um, uh, Natty shouldn't have been in the match. Period. That 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 spot should have been for Billy Kay. Period. Um, but yeah. Natty's the winningest woman in the WWE, and thank you. She's, <laughs> uh, she's so great. And <laughs> I haven't gotten I anything about her. So, Soundbite uh, yet. Natty, Natty's a thing. So, uh, yeah. Poor Natty. <laughs> No poor Natty. She's earned it all. <laughs> I'd just be happy if she got some new wrestling attire. The thing, the she thing did I'm, have new gear. Yeah, it was new this and time. It was, it was blue. It this was is new gear. Awful. Uh, well, fucking awful. That being said, like we just how long ago was it that Naya was in the bullying storyline? Like. I still remember. Ryan still remembers it, so it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Ryan's memory is shit. You <laughs> you remember that storyline. <laughs> I didn't know she stopped being a bully. I like. I don't. I don't. When did she stop? When she, she, was, she was knee surgery. Bullied. She was being bullied for months. That was yeah. The, bullies become bullies. That's not a surprise. This is the longest storyline WWE's ever told. Right. A plus. So, so that was when she was being bullied. That was WrestleMania. The build up to WrestleMania 34. Her and Alexa, right? What now? Was it her and Alexa, right? Like Alexa was yes. got got caught like making fun of her in the back, and yes, we had a whole the whole be a star movement again. And when now, she was out for like a year with their with their blown out knees, right? Speaking of being a star, would you rather be Nia Jax's knees or Joe Burrow's knees right about now? I'd rather be Kevin Nash's knees than both of them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I did not fully see the Burrow hit, uh, like the slow mo. Uh, wasn't great. I'm trying to find it. Wasn't good at all, and the. And the the diagnosis is even worse than yeah the yeah i thought i figured it was See, just like, he tore every single ligament in that knee yeah you know i don't this this is joe burrow's but... knee yesterday just it, it, it blew up it exploded because it was they're, acl they're not my, mcl they're not my team anymore they're not my team anymore but they are the football team they are the football team that is correct only team out there playing football every week <laughs> Is at least in the NFC East. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I mean, to get back on track, this match I thought was okay. Um, I, I, I hate to be this guy, but Natty really just took so much away from it for me. Like I would have liked it a whole lot more if she wasn't in it. And that's not just me. Mm-hmm 
saying I, that I, to like rub big. Chin. I understand. I understand I, where he is. I will that say that I don't get me. what they're doing with Natty right now. It just—it's dumb. Sense to me. Like, She's the whole boat, thing. guys. It's dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. Water. It's stupid. Well, when you get to be of a certain age, you start retaining water. Yeah, dude, the problem is she's like a pontoon boat. Not even a boat people want to be around. Jesus, it's a Ryan. Pontoon. She's a pontoon. She's more like a yacht. Matt, you're she's a bad so influence big, on Ryan. Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it. that's just what dragged the whole, like, when she was, like, trying to talk shit and it was, like. It's so bad. It was just brutal. And like the whole time I'm thinking, like, Natty, you're like thirty nine. And like the yelling every time she does a move, like just it's it's bad. I like I love Natty. But she's it's great in the ring. She, she's she, fantastic in the ring. She is. But she used to and I used to put her in my top five, like just in ring ability. I don't know if she's still up there, but she's still very good. But she has to be if she's still getting these spots. Like else there's somebody who's got to be there to keep it all together. And like, um, but like I've never been a f- I've never bought into like Natty's talk game. That's no, awful. Not, it's awful. It's not apparent. Natty is a better painter than she is. She is on a the char- mic. she is a charisma vacuum. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but she's great on social media. I which I know, but it doesn't. It does not port like it does not. I mean, uh, you know, cross she's over not into her the sister. Ring. Jesus, oh, her sister's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she's is great on social media. She's great anywhere. <laughs> Jesus, Mark. Um, but yeah, well, it, you know. Uh, Natty could really uh, benefit if there was a female manager, even a male manager, for. But since WWE doesn't have managers, well, like a Paul Heyman, but somebody there be are... uh, mouthpiece because she's excellent in the ring. That's what I honestly thought. That's what they were doing with the Lana and Natty pairing. Like I thought they were getting away from Lana being in the ring, and they were having her be kind of the mouthpiece for the two of them. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And then like two weeks later, they're like, nope. We're going to split them up. Natty's going to go to SmackDown. Lana's going to go to Raw. And if they want a mouthpiece, just call up Robert Stone. Yeah, that would be great, too. Yep, yep. He's great. And he can be what Lana was supposed to do. Yeah. Repackage. Re-envision. Like, WCW did this at the very end of WCW with Lex Luger. And like late 99, early 2000s, Lex Luger stopped being called Lex Luger and he just went by the total package. Lexa. And the only <laughs> thing that changed besides his amount of, of steroids he was using allegedly was like he had a, he had a new theme, allegedly? new gear. He had um, a new entrance attire. He was brought to the ring by Miss Elizabeth. He had a newfound attitude, but he's still Lex Luger. Right. You could do the same thing. You could, yeah. It, I, I, I will. I will. All jokes aside, I have no clue what they're doing with Natty. Um, then, of course, we had the, the main event: champion versus champion, Roman Reigns defeating uh, Drew McIntyre uh, by technical submission. Um, 
this match uh, for me got an A. I, I loved it. I mean, I do think that the uh, the tag team match uh, was was the best match of the night. Uh, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this main event. Um, you know, the way they booked it. Like I, I, I say it all the time. I'm like a broken record. This Roman Reigns is just so fucking good. I I, I love everything they're doing. Well, yeah, I have to do with that again. I I gave that one an A as well. Oh, sorry, Ryan. I apologize. No, that's fine. I didn't see the tag match, but this was like my match for the night. Uh, I will go back and watch the uh, tag match and make and edit if I need to. Um, I thought this was real hard hitting. Again, I, I I thought this was two like big boys just doing big boy things. Um, I loved the inclusion of Jay at the end, uh, and then kind of the the storyline again of the the tribal chief pulling in little bro making sure everybody's taken care of matt you gotta you gotta get over it they, they, they don't play hard in the paint anymore you just gotta come oh, yeah, to right. terms with it man i know yeah, it's right. hard i know it's hard clearly they don't because he was winded after a super kick he was up at the top of the <laughs> ramp panting i think he was he was emotional a... i think it was a, it was emotional that was emotional. Oh, is that what that was yeah was it was caught emotional. up <laughs> wheezing have you ever super kicked anybody in your family or, or, or in in in, in um, like support of your family, Matt. Gladly, <laughs> super kick <laughs> a lot of members of my family. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be wheezing the motion afterwards. Uh, Matt, maybe he has asthma. You don't know. I don't. That's fair. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on all those uh, years of going hard in the pain finally got him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be uh, – maybe it was lead paint and now he has uh, bad lungs. You don't know. You don't know. I, will, <laughs> I do want to give credit to Drew for that sick counter of the spear into the Kimura. That was not – it was nasty. That was um, – I give this – whatever grade Jim gives it, I give it a grade and a half less for the simple Ooh, fact wow. that they beat – over my head, the phrase Scottish warrior. <laughs> oh, that's a thing now? Great. Well, yeah, you did. Scottish warrior. You guys, the kill and Sc- the sword. Scottish warrior. No, this is dumb. Shut your ass. <laughs> Yeah, like, I stop honestly, trying to make Scottish warrior a thing. We have a Celtic warrior. Stop. I thought he broke that sword when he drove it <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> I, was... I would have loved if he broke Vince's sword. <laughs> no, it was from his grandfather. Tim. Vince. Come on. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason why Drew was the chosen one. <laughs> I I actually kind of enjoyed the match. Jay Uso wheezing at the end aside. I guess it's better than him crying at the end. Cause I thought Jimmy was the one that cried. They all cry. <laughs> they, they're taking after the big show. Everyone's crying and wheezing. Um, it was it was a it was a solid match though. I I did enjoy it. I wasn't like. I thought that we were going to get the overkill with the spears and everything, and, and they did, but it was still generally a good match. Um, and I didn't even really notice the Scottish Warrior thing until Tim pointed it out. 
and then that's all I heard for the rest of the. Movie. Right, it's it's uh, it was like that episode of How I Met Your Mother when they like so notice right. things about the, each the other glass when you sit shattered. Oh, it, Renee Young's lisp. Never heard it until Ryan br- pointed it out to me. Everything Finn Balor does is a drop kick. Yeah, thanks. You yeah, you had already ruined him Don for me. His big ass hand, huge fucking hand in the beginning of those intros for all those years. Yeah, it, it, out of this world. Uh, Vince McMahon saying, what a maneuver. Yeah, you know. Um, okay, so for, for the for the match, for the uh, the show itself, uh, like, and, and I, I go off of the scorecard. Oh, we're not done with the show yet. Well, the yeah, show's not over. I didn't, incl- I didn't even include you that into my grades. That was separate. That to. that was, no, I didn't. You have to. I didn't, you have though. To. You have to. All right, well, then I'll grade it after we talk about it because I didn't give it a grade before. Uh, all right, so obviously... Before we even talk about it, what's the grade? Uh, the, the grade as presented just now was no, no, a... No, just of the, of the main event, The Undertaker, Final Farewell. What is the grade of that? Uh, probably like a B. That's high. Like, That's very high. That is high. Super high. And I'm a take that in Matt Riddle high. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is Randy, that high. That's Randy Orton three years ago. It might be Randy Orton three years ago high, but nothing is Matt Riddle high. Okay, you're acting like Matt Riddle's Jeff Hardy high, and that's very different. Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> oh, don't fucking woe me on that. Jeez. <laughs> um Okay. So so yeah, let's 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 talk about the Undertaker. The the let's talk about it. The um, so they 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 bring out all the legends. Everyone, just everyone, one no. at a time. Not even legends, just anyone within like a ten mile radius, apparently. Because why the who? fuck was Godfather there? The BSK. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. No. No, that's Legit. that's why. It, no, I, same I, reason Savio Vega is there. Backstage group. Yeah, I get that, but. So then, you, the, then the, the then Godwins were more of a stretch to me. They're well, a part no, of the BSK too. Oh, are they? I didn't realize that. Yes. Yeah, Midian yeah. was part of them. Yeah. The Godwins, Savio, the Samoans. Okay, so that makes sense. BSK. I just thought, like, why'd they, why'd they disappear? No, I don't think it's overkill. It was the over. ghost of Yokozuna. <laughs> Yakazuma. I just thought it was weird that, like, they brought them all out into the ring, and then they went to the video, Kane and they came back, and they Kane. disappeared. Kane was in full regalia. <laughs> Loved it. I'm fine with him being in full gimmick, because I don't need Mayor Glenn Jacobs being in my Undertaker retirement segment. He could have worn that a had to have been a rib, hat. though, right? He looked yeah. confused, and so did everyone else. Like everyone, if there's, if it makes sense for anyone to be in gimmick, though, it's Kane. It re- the one dude that's in active competition, Jeff Hardy. Well, Kane's never officially retired, has he? <laughs> Why was Jeff Hardy even in the ring? Because another good question. <laughs> because Jeff and Undertaker share that moment. From Raw in 2002 (laughs) with the ladder match. That was a good match. I remember that. It's again, it's a stretch. 
Yeah, it is a stretch. But it's not because Jeff was chosen to be one of the people to represent The Undertaker in the photo shoot. They've both spoken well of each other in the past. Uh, Why not Edge then? Edge is hurt. He's off camera. They don't want to bring him out. Oh, because everyone else in that ring was a pinnacle of... physical they're not they're not active they're not active competitors though right (laughs) if you bring edge out and he's looks healthy then you can be like well where's edge at yeah why is he not wrestling why Why wasn't he he divide with you tim for someone who said a b was high grade you're defending the shit out of everything i know i don't even have to do the work defending the (laughs) guest list only i am defending the guest list but there's no reason to defend the guest list with the omissions of Brother Love and the Million Dollar Man, who played equally crucial parts in The Undertaker, as did Jeff Hardy, who just painted his fucking face that. and was like, hey, can I go out? I get that. I'm Brother Brock. Love should have been the out bigger, there. Yeah, the bigger problem is that you trotted them all out, and there was no interaction of them saying goodbye to The Undertaker. Zero. It was a parade of stars and then cut to a pre-tape deal with The Undertaker. And you, you know who was in you know who was in that pre-taped thing? Edge. No, no, no. Not Ready that. Now. I'm talking about Undertaker's entrance. That wasn't live. The, There's no way it. that was live. It was probably edited down from 22 minutes. <laughs> the Well, yeah, the Tesla coil thing they did w- without anybody out there. Literally the coolest thing of everything. That the one? Tesla coil was the coolest thing. Totally That's missed it. me. Do you when not... have they done the Tesla coils before? Fucking Never. waste of time. Never. Never. Do you not under- but the Dumb, Tesla coils are badass, dude. Tesla coils are fucking awesome. Stupid. Let me let me just say that them playing the Undertaker's theme and it was clearly two people, one of them playing on a recorder and the other playing on a harmonica slash kazoo. I could have done without that because that was brutal to my ears. I'm I'm always off the Tesla coils. Yeah, uh, Tesla coils are fucking badass. I, no. I, I they are. Yes, they were so dope. No. I didn't even realize. I thought it was just a fucked up like tr- audio track at first. <laughs> I didn't know what we, I. It literally took me a couple seconds. Right. Uh, stupid. Waste if the you've time. never, if you've never seen people play music on Tesla Coil, I don't need to see it because they're not fucking music instruments. It's stupid. But it's lightning. The, the I'd under- rather had a fucking harmonica and a kazoo. Oh, Those are at least Christ. legit instruments. <laughs> How about a banjo? Um, Fine, bring it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know why the I don't know why the the parade of stars disappeared. Like, if you want to have Taker in the ring by himself, that's fine. Well, Just apparently, keep him on the outside because it was pre-recorded. Was Taker's was the, his like promo it had to have been? Yeah, Jim Taker doesn't stay up that long. He's too fucking old. <laughs> and the other guys aren't. <laughs> um. <That's fair. laughs> uh. I mean, I, I will say, like, there was there was definitely part of me that um, thought there was going to there was something that was going to happen. I don't I don't hate that it didn't. Um, yes, and and I'm sure you guys will touch on it more. Missed opportunity, 
sure. But like, if to me, I guess the question would would come down to is that how is that how he wanted it to go? Like, and and three days ago, you were and Tim and Tim's nodding that this was a missed opportunity. So I'm letting him off the hook here. But you were banging the drum that Taker loves the business and wants to go out on his back, and he did none of those things. No, no, because you had asked the question on Thursday, would Vince have, like, the Fiend do something to Taker in that spot? And clearly he didn't. But my response to where I was like, guys go out on their back, was the answer to your question. I wasn't necessarily saying that it had to happen. It should have happened. So what I hear you saying, Jim, is there are two legends that have no respect for the business and wouldn't go out on their back, Undertaker and Bret Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding. Well, I mean, Bret Hart went out on his back because uh, Goldberg, you know, fucking hurt him. So the last thing I saw is Bret... Brett got a dub at WrestleMania. He was United States champion. He was a part of a seven on seven against the Nexus. <laughs> I didn't see him go out on his back. Uh, I was talking about the screw job. Well, he did in WCW. Um, like, and and it, it's cool a it's a similar it's a similar defense to like whether or not I needed under more Undertaker matches, you know, post streak being over, whatever. He's if, if if you know if he wants to he he can go as long as he wants if this is how he wanted to end it then this is how he ends it like and and for me you know it, it's he's one of those like rare few I think that that gets to kind of make that call. I don't think Taker had anything to say about this. That's why I said I, I'd like to. I, I mean, I, I we will probably never truly and know. That's but why my question was: Would Vince let that happen? I think the answer was no. And I mean, he came out here and he like cried and he, I thought his vocal cords were like tearing themselves apart. They were. He <laughs> did his. The honor. Thirty years ago. <laughs> we, we, we're welcome to a man. It was, <sighs> he's not going to so, get that. He's not going to be that upset at Shane McMahon's funeral. No, because you know Vince is going to outlive all of them. But who, who, whose funeral, Jim? <laughs> don't don't do Please, it. You don't. can't set yourself up for the that. Best in the world. I didn't try it. I thought I I thought we were going to be safe when we went through all of the guests and nobody brought his name up. I wasn't going to be the guy this week to do it. This has always been my rule in my household when my wife tries to, that's what she said, her own jokes. I always tell her she cannot set herself up for that. And if you're saying that name, you cannot then turn around and play the music. I'm the only one that has the button. Right, but if I like make a slip, and that's and I part say of the, the problem. Name, <laughs> that is part of the problem. I'm the host. Slip and say the name, and then Ryan says, "Wait, what?" And then you play it. That's one thing. But if you're the one saying it, knowing that you're gonna hit that button, 
I, I don't I, think he knew. I, I, I say I knew. didn't do that on purpose. You can believe me if you want or not, but I did not do that one on purpose. I believe you, Jim. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> However, I thought that this final farewell fell flatter than flat. Like, if this is what we were going to get, if you were going to give us the Bone Street crew, all the people who wanted to pay respect to The Undertaker, if if you wanted to do that and then have Taker come out and then give him the deal, or you don't introduce everyone and you reverse the order and Taker comes out, you do the Tesla coils, don't. He gets in the ring. You literally Shut change up. You nothing. Do the Tesla coils. If, if you literally change nothing but the order, and you do everything the exact same, but after Taker poses to hologram Paul Bearer, they surprise him and they walk everyone on the ramp one by one, and they give him the thank you Taker, and then you surprise him with like. Michelle and like you bring out AJ you bring out like you can bring out literally anyone at the top of the ramp all applauding the undertaker I think it goes over better but because there's no interaction between those who are saying goodbye and the person that's leaving taker just came out got airlifted on this thing and then I think he got stuck because he didn't come down until way later. And then, like, it just it it left it left more questions than answers to me. Because, like, why do you do this? This isn't money. Like, there's not there's nothing here. It is it is the biggest fluff piece in the history of fluff pieces. Now it's cool. We're going to get cool stuff. We're going to, apparently there's like stuff in the works from everybody who like documentaries and shit. I would love to see the day of this or, um, the last ride chapter six takers, final final farewell, where they set everything up and you get the documentary of that. But like, What's the point of bringing in the Bone Street crew if you're not going to have yeah, on-screen uh, the, interaction? That, that that was goofy. Like I, again, if you want him in the ring, fine. But yeah, why? Where where was everybody? Like, was there commentary during their intros? I forget. Yes. Yeah. So they were they were setting up like the Bone Street. Crew. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, that. they absolutely were. And like Corey okay. Graves was like misremembering WrestleManias. <laughs> Well, it's, right. yeah. Well, um, and like, it's just. And here's another thing: like, this is another one of those moments, um, this year that it fucking sucks that there was not a crowd there for it. Like, and I, I get it. Like, the, you you got to steer into the skid. You have to you know work with what the world's giving us. But it fucking it, it sucked that there was not a crowd here for because look back at WrestleMania thirty was it thirty three 
Like that was a more powerful moment because the crowd's there to acknowledge. And and I'll say this too. Even though it was already done, if the Undertaker had redid the coat and yep. hat and glove spot, I thought he was gonna. I I could forgive how flat this felt. But because he left the way he appeared, there's still this doubt that the Undertaker still exists. And it's not a final farewell. And maybe that was the plan. But if that's the plan, the plan sucks. (laughs) I'm an Undertaker dude. He should have been done at 33. He wasn't. So you put him in the boneyard. That should have been it. It's not. You have Survivor Series. If not on the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker, then when? Yeah. You I, bring him to Saudi Arabia and his heart explodes? Like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying if if Vince is going to keep bringing The Undertaker out and they're, he's going to put him in, insist on putting him in matches... At what point is it diminished returns and Taker is only doing this as a favor to Vince and not as I can seriously contribute to the entertainment value of this show as an in-ring competitor. I think that time has come. For for the record, I I don't think that we ever see that character again. I, I can see where I you're. Want to be done too. I can. I, I can. To be done I can too. see where you're coming from and saying that you, you, theoretically there's that theoretically there's an open door, but I, I I don't. Now, do we see? You know, a a, a guy on a motorcycle. I, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I I don't. I don't think we see. I don't think we see him in in a I, in in a wrestling role. I don't. I don't think you can you can go back after what happened last night, or I'm sorry, a few nights ago, because uh, it's Thursday night now, um, and and do anything with The Undertaker again. like And again, like did everything you said is very accurate, how, how flat it fell. I'm not going to put it on the level of, like, Bailey, this is your life. But I thought of that midway through. I'm like, God, this just isn't connecting. Like, that segment didn't connect. Uh, not fair to The Undertaker to say that, but it's the truth. After you've left uh, WrestleMania 33, and it was so flawless, um, and it wasn't built up, and it was raw, and it felt real, um, and you had like the genuine like arm, like that was so good. Um, so to come back and wrestle again, that's fine, but you can't send somebody off with a big send off. Like, and again, half of this, all, all everything you said, compound all of that with my like thought, and we talked about it last Thursday that something was going to happen with the Fiend. The hottest thing that WWE has going right now, one Survivor Series, which is a battle for brand supremacy, the Raw brand doesn't tee up the hottest fucking thing they have going anywhere. It's, it's mind blowing to me. But wh- I said in the but chat, why would Bray Wyatt be on a team though? I don't fucking know, Jim, because he's the hottest thing in Raw. But it doesn't make sense to, for if, him if to be the on idea a team. Is win a match? Why wouldn't you put him on the team? Or try to. They could have tried to, but it, to me, it right. doesn't make sense. That it, That's it, fair, right? He probably wouldn't have, but at least mention him. Fair. I, I, I said in, the, in our group Bray chat could've. while we were watching it, half joking, and the more I thought about it, the more I would have liked to see it. 
the Tesla coil thing, which again didn't need happening, but in my theory, it has to happen. Um, everybody comes out, they come back to do the Tesla coils, uh, and then it takes a while, and you got the blue, and it's slow, and the lights, and the entranceway, and the lights, and then slowly just walks out the fiend. That's it. You don't get to see the Undertaker. Everybody would be pissed. Everybody would talk about it. You'd have to tune into Raw because you think something could happen. You could play it out. I don't fucking know. I'm just disappointed that nothing happened. You you could have even cut out the lights. You just the I mean fiend, I just wanted to see him like slow like that slow gate kind of walk the right. fiend has. Just kind of have fiend, him walk out. The fiend doesn't even have to touch the Undertaker. He doesn't. The Undertaker the Undertaker goes, does his turn back to the camera. You Whee! zoom on right. Taker's yep. face. And as he turns back around, they did the exact same camera cut for John Cena and the Fiend. Yep. Do that exact same ish where the Fiend just happens to be behind Cena. And I then set you cut, the, up cut, cut so to black much. before Fiend can touch him. My my only my only question to that is, like, okay, so you, you did that spot with Cena. Obviously, it led to a, a, a match. Yes, it was ended up being the Firefly Funhouse match. But if the the purpose behind last night is to retire the Undertaker, if you if you do that in that way at least, doesn't it potentially aren't people constantly going? Well, he's got to he's got to like avenge himself. He's got to maybe maybe the fiend is uh, tipping his hat to another uh, paranormal gimmick. But that that was my question, and you said no the other night. Who? My question was. I Jim, I I said, does Vince let Undertaker go out like that? If if in any form you're saying no, then that's probably why that happened. Because Vince was like, oh well, if if Fiend comes out, you have to avenge that. Right. I was I was just making because you you posed a question. I was making a case for the fact that it 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 was it was plausible because of that time honored tradition. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily saying that it was going to happen. No, no. You have to back up your words. I was the one. Just who like said time T- Tim was the one. Tim was the one Just that like was I'm making you back up your your grades, and you've now started putting numbers to them. You're such a teacher, Matt. <laughs> to be fair, I've put numbers on them this whole time. If you haven't been paying attention to that, that's on you, not me. That's fair. <laughs> But like I, I, I was just responding to a question because, and and I mean Thursday was a long time ago, so I, I don't I don't Whole know week, actually. if I had speci- specifically said that there was going to be an interaction. But once you posed that question, I was just making the case that yes, Vince could. It, 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 Vince could. Did you really believe that? And even now, thinking that, do you? No, really I think I think there was a case that it could have happened. Absolutely, that Vince would put his most treasured creation, yes, more so than him planting his own seed inside Linda twice and producing two offspring. Vince loves the Undertaker more than his own children. So you are saying that Vince is going to let his most prized creation. Mm-hmm. Go out like that, and you absolutely believe that. There's an absolute case for it because there's money to be made. It's the same reason why he let he Vince made the call to have Brock Lesnar end the streak because there was money to be made, more money to be made with a broken streak than there was to be undefeated. 
it's that's the same of... reason that you saw DX wrestle the Brothers of Destruction. Money was to be made. Nobody needed or wanted to see that match. That's a money match. Sure, but that's a little different because that's money in hand. This is potential for money because we all want to see that and we would have clamored to see that. But does Vince really buy into what the internet wrestling fans want to see? We know the answer to that is no. No. So, so you can't. Then you what? You said that... retribution and retribution takes him down. They're against the WWE. What better way to make a message? I don't give a shit. Do something. I'm, I'm or just if... saying, like, we've seen time and time again, Vince is certainly all about the dollar. I'm not arguing that, but he, there's two things that Vince loves more than money. One is Vince, and the other is The Undertaker. I don't think he threatens what he has in The Undertaker for someone like Bray. I, I never saw it. That's why I posed the question. Because I didn't think it would be possible that Vince is going, and, and to I mean, say, you 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 hey, did in turn sure. turn out to be correct. But I I was my whole thing on Thursday night was I was just I w- I was making the point that there was a case to be made there. Okay. Because again, it is money to be made. I mean, it's the same re- whether whether it's whether is, it's truthful or not. Did you, did Hulk you really Hogan believe that would happen. Did you really like as knowing Vince? as a wrestling fan for 30 years think that this could possibly happen not the case could be made for it to happen but did you think it would happen i did not expect it to happen okay for myself i know ryan you did i did tim did you i did because i because i i just and maybe that's why I said B versus I worse Undertaker, i want undertaker to be done and the only way taker to me is done is if like I mean, we all we all wanted what Tim presented to us to happen. Oh, like absolutely! Tim, that Tim was laid that out spectacular. And we were all, as wrestling fans said, yes. But but the the other <laughs> yeah exactly. But the, <laughs> the main question was like, as much as we wanted to that to happen, did you really think it would? And and Ryan, Tim, you really did. I think- did. I, I really did. did. I waited. I mean, there were moments when Taker would pause in talking right. that I could hear that that that, that first sound of the fiend. I, I mean, I waited and I, and here's going to happen here and it's going to happen. It's going to happen at the top of the ramp and it just, it never happened. And again, that's, that's a lot on me and I'll own that. That's on me for setting an expectation. And that's, that, that that's where B versus whatever grade you guys will, will give it that and segment. And the, this is and why I, think... I don't like new things and like to try things. Cause I put myself out there and I get vulnerable and then I get hurt. And Mark, you were on the show. Did you think that this was a possibility? I mean, you've, you're probably the beyond Tim, like know more about wrestling history than any of us. Like, did you foresee Vince letting this happen? Letting uh, why it come out with uh, taking out the Undertaker? Yeah, I, I was or the Fiend rather. I was really, really hopeful. I thought for sure there would be that would be the way for him to go out to put over somebody. I mean. Yeah, that's the time-honored tradition, as we've said. Uh, I was extremely hopeful, almost to the point where I set myself up for disappointment like everybody else did, it sounds like. Uh, but that whole segment, too, I, as much as I liked The Undertaker, it, it was, and part of it because there's no live crowd, it, it fell flat, and maybe not through any fault of The Undertaker, but it, it could have been so much better. So it was, it was disappointing. 
Mark, that's a great point. Uh, we, we talked about the fans being there as a respect thing, but like in my mind at this point today, I feel like the ultimate warrior had a better send off with his speech at oh, raw with yeah. fans. Re- than, than we saw last night with the undertaker. And that's not fair to Taker. That's just not. The, no, and, and that's why I the, said uh, Rick Flair send off. I tweeted it last night that I that like fuck this year, fuck this goddamn virus because this this moment belonged in front of a crowd. You know, and yeah. and oh yeah, what even the the words that he said I think go over better if there's twenty thousand people in the fucking building. Like, go back go back to Raw 25. For as bad as Raw 25 was, and I know his promo was, like, weird and a little bit convoluted, but it had, it had, it, it had almost a, it had almost a, like, retirement-ish vibe to it, and that went over better than, than last night did because there was a crowd there to react to it. And that's I mean, what... And to, to, to bail, or not to bail out, but to give kind of more weight to what Tim and Ryan thought would happen. If this is in front of a live crowd, I'm more open to this actually happening. Like Vince with a live crowd, I can 100% Cause there's a reaction giving you that moment, but with it being taped, no live crowd, it's a little bit tougher probably for Vince to swallow that than if he's like, I'm going to bring this fucking house down with this moment. But at the same time, there was a huge media blitz on the 30th anniversary of the undertaker. It was the final farewell. You were getting older eyes back on the product. Maybe people who haven't been captivated or people who remember the luster or the shine of the original phenom and how spooky he was and how he drew fear into the hearts of men. And that's the opportunity where you give them the new version of the old thing. And you give them the new model. Like at some point we is like us, we have to stop using no fans as a crutch. They don't, they don't give a shit. There's fans there because they're doing live stuff. They're doing the Thunderdome and they're doing all of the, they found a way to make the what they claim the most valuable resource in the entire WWE is the WWE universe is a moot point. There's no fans. They did WrestleMania, the pinnacle of everything in WWE, with no fans. Yep, that's true. So at some it, point, it's a television product. That's what they're giving us. So it's not the people there; it's the people watching at home. You clip that up, and then you put that on every news media outlet that will cover it: ESPN, CBS Sports, well, and TMZ. And you can you put cl- it on. And you everything. can clip that segment and make it better than it came across. Right. Right. But but for us, that segment was not as good as it could have been, should have been, because there was no people there. Like there's one last, there's one last chance now. And that's when Taker goes into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's the last chance. And you don't do that until this goddamn virus is fucking over. (laughs) I don't. I think you put him in this year. Why? There's not going to be anybody there. 
There might be. I don't think there's going to be anybody there. I think they're going to have some people. Uh, I mean, Lucky probably. Or, but you you want a... Well, Florida's operating on a different set of rules. They are. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Even Pennsylvania at this point is like, guys, just just don't do it, please. Please don't do it. Well, no, Pennsylvania is back on lockdown as of today. I mean, yes and no, but it, but there's no there's like no enforcement. I mean, on it's it. suggested lockdown, I think. Right? Yeah, it's, like, hey, it's why a, don't, you guys don't go across. Home, right, guys, don't go across state lines. Uh, don't. Uh, oh, Wolf Wolf said today. If you can work from home, unless it's impossible, were his words, you should be working from home. He said Kim possible. <laughs> um, I, but let me, let me, let me of all let things, let me jump to back to the here real, real quick. That was, Kim that was good. Kim possible. That got me. Um, did, uh, did this not happen because the fiend is face? I just think it didn't happen because they. It was more for the Undertaker, like in Vince's I mean, no, mind. No, 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 no. If, is... if, if, like the Fiend was a possibility, would that have crossed anybody's mind? Like this guy's not really a heel. Doing this would make him a heel. I don't know. I don't know if it does. I think. Really? It, I, well, I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. I don't think it does. I think if there's crowd there and the Fiend comes out and chokes out the Undertaker. They love the it. The comes out to booze on Monday Night Raw. No. Really? No. So it's not his year well, anymore? But also to be fair, they don't bring there, the Fiend out, though. The fans <laughs> there know that the Undertaker's gone. Right. And it's the think, transference of power from the Undertaker to Bray Wyatt. I Bray Wyatt wasn't ta- isn't taking the Undertaker away from us. He was making so the sure fiend the Undertaker's... Or, the fiend. The fiend's not taking the Undertaker away from us. The Undertaker. Right. The fiend Regardless. just took what okay. he could from the Undertaker. That's fair. And fed off of the Undertaker to be stronger than he's ever been. Gotcha. It's a mythical this. character. You can make this ish up. Like it's not like there's. You literally can do anything with Bray. You're right. You're. I mean, heels and faces are a very real thing. And at this point, the bulk of the people watching wrestling are people like us who would just eat that up. Ooh, That's true. I think I think right now that there's not a huge casual audience right now. I don't think there's a right. casual audience for for pretty much anything at this point. If you look at you know ratings for pretty much every sport, I mean everything across the board. I mean, and, and also again, streaming things, but. I think that the people that are really keyed in to specific things are are the people who are actually like big time fans of of those certain things. Um, That's fair. Any yeah. any other thoughts to this? Otherwise, we'll wrap up our. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, Survivor Series got a B plus for me uh, based on uh, based on the grades uh, that I gave. Uh, we'll go around uh, Tim. C plus. Matt. C. Intern Mark. I'd give it a, a C plus, but we didn't touch on the uh, what really stands out to me was the gobbledygooker becoming a twenty four seven champion. <laughs> I really enjoyed I totally that. Forgot. That was uh that was a great moment. And yeah, even though it was on the pre show. These fucking wads like Alvarez <laughs> that like try explaining Bottom this up. one to non fans. I'm like, first off, not everything in wrestling 
has to make sense to non-fans. Sometimes it's nice for there to be a moment that wrestling fans who have invested 10, 20, 30 years into this get to go, oh my God, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, or, or get a laugh or a smile or whatever. Like, it not on a, on a, on a three-hour show, not everything has to be... How do, how do I explain this? Especially with the 24-7 Right, title. it's a comedy act. And also, not to be this... It's a bird-eating birdseed. What's hard to understand about that? Like, how are you going to look back in years and be like, well, look, son. <laughs> gobbledygooker. I mean, he... He just they got the best of him this time. Like my my wife's how, sitting. How do you explain that character ever? No, ever my, to even begin with it? Well, my oh, my wife terrible. was like, my wife is like, what is that thing? I said, it's the gobbledygooker. She goes, that means nothing. I said, okay, so it was Survivor Series on Thanksgiving, and it it was like a it was like a turkey, and it hatched on in Survivor Series. She goes, oh okay. At no point did she go, I don't get it. Like. I, I mean, mean, she didn't get it, Jim. She just didn't say it. No, she would have been like that's stupid, or I don't get it, or like she she's not a, she's not afraid to tell me something on wrestling is stupid. Now she'll still sit with me and watch usually for about an hour or so. But like a bird, be it's James Woods on Family Guy, piece of candy, piece of candy. It's the same gimmick. You 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 lured a bird in with bird seed. What's hard to explain? <laughs> how do you? How can you? <laughs> Like if you would have lured him in with molasses, maybe I wouldn't have understood that. But it's bird scene. Um, but uh, Mark, uh, did you? Uh, you're great for the show. Uh, I would give it a C plus. And uh, and Ryan. Yeah, um, I I feel bad because gosh darn it, the boys tried, but I'll give it a seventy nine percent. So just. <laughs> Missing the B minus mark is a C plus. All right, very good. We had we had one question uh, from Rodney. He said, "Did, did we see uh, the picks WWE the, the 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 photo series they put out of uh, superstars dressed up as different incarnations of the Undertaker? Uh, which one uh, was your favorite? For me, uh, and it's because I always loved the gray gloves and all that. But I, I thought Nakamura, uh, his portrayal of that was my favorite." Um, That's the one. Honor, honorable mention to Alexa Bliss uh, because I love Alexa Bliss. Uh, Tim. Yeah, Nakamura for sure. Matt. Yep. Same order. And the honorable mention to Alexa Bliss. Ab- that yeah. was on point. Uh, it absolutely was. Uh, intern Mark. Yeah, uh, Nakamura killed it. No pun intended. <laughs> and uh, and Ryan, how about you? Yeah, uh, I love Nakamura. Gamora. In fact, they should just rebrand him as the new Undertaker starting uh, next week. Uh, I would actually not hate that. Uh, all right. Uh, does anybody have anything to plug? Let's go around the room. Um, honestly, for me, I- I'm just going to wrap this up unless anybody else wants to throw anything in there. Uh, I hope everybody had, has, will have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Um, had. Had. Well, I'm going to release it. On, I'm going to release it on the Patreon. So you know, have check out the Three Count Thursday Instagram. We will be posting a collage of wrestlers we are thankful for on Thanksgiving. So make sure you're checking that out. Ah, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, uh, have a have a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back live next week. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, go to threecountthursday.com. 
Uh, like, share, subscribe, all of that. Until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?